Slice. Hello and welcome to the Little Slice Podcast. Tobacco. Where, yeah, sound. Uh, we pick <laughs> an album <laughs> each week. And, yeah, uh, great. We, we talk about it. And that's about it. Um, mm. I'm one of your four co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can we have phones off, please? It's actually my laptop. Silence thing. on set. What? And with me, <laughs> as sometimes, we have... Uh, hi, my name is Marek and I'm an alcoholic. My name's James, um, and I am uh, arguably too talented for my own good. (laughs) 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 And and returning uh, to us for the second time in a row, we have... uh, Big Guns. (laughs) Big Guns, Johnny. Johnny Johnny Big Guns, guns, Big Boy. (laughs) You don't need to see them, you just need to believe it. You just need to hear them. Just a bit of information for the listeners. I cut my thumb today. Oh no! Do you know what? I'm I'm so I don't know if I don't know if John's got the hang of no, podcasting I don't. yet. <laughs> I think I, I thought I'm quite grateful that we brought him on because we'd be missing gold like I this. I thought yeah. it'd be different. You know, we talk about music, films, and all. Are you guys about, in good health? Have you ever talked about injuries? <laughs> no. Yeah, Only the thumb. emotional scars <laughs> that music brings. <laughs> I can't remember how I cut my thumb. Can you see that? It's quite deep. It's small. Ah, yeah. Width-wise, yeah, it's ah, small. More How visual cues that? on an audio-only podcast. Cleaving your thumb in two. I can see the bone, yeah. mate. I can you see can. the bone. No. It shows that I do things. Okay, I don't just sit down. I know you can do it sitting down. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> do what sitting down? Play drums? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, play yeah. drums. That's all I'd be doing today. Anyway, <laughs> what is, what is going on? John, <laughs> John, this is your second episode, and you've already derailed the entire series. <laughs> well, we really started it. You know, how are your thumbs? My thumbs are right. Uh, the other week, I, I cut into it quite severely. Oh. Went pretty far down. In fact, I took like a big, like it went quite far in, and then there was a big bit of skin hanging off, Ooh. and I sort of peeled that back and about. It just made like a 90 degree angle with me thumb. <laughs> nice. That was pretty weird. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I, I'm quite enjoying how the little slice gone from little slice of music to little slice on me thumb. Nice. <laughs> that was really nice. Hey, that was quick. All right, so uh, it was my pick for the album this week, mm-hmm. and uh, I went with the most up to date release yet. Uh, Sam Fender's recently released Hypersonic Missiles. Mm. That's a title. <coughs> I mean, it is a title, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's two titles, wrecked. really, because it's the title of the song as well as the album. Um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's one of my favourite Marikisms. That's a thing. That's an X. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a film. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That's a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> what does he mean by it? Is that positive or negative? I don't know. <laughs> Find out next week. Spoiler, it's negative. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Hypersonic Missiles was an album that uh, happened. Yeah. I didn't wrong. I did not like it. <laughs> it is a thing, as you say. It was actually it was pretty good. It was, it was very yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really like it. Um, but I suppose that's something that we'll... Dive into, yeah, we'll dive into over the course of this next no, probably I think three just, hours. We've just said it out now. I think that, that's it. Uh, cheers for listening, guys. To, yeah. uh, see you next week. <laughs> you never know what I thought of it. We don't need to. Um, oh, yeah. We got the thumb slice story. That's all we. That's all we need. <laughs> all we that's all we need for. The physical news. That's yeah. all we hey now, you're a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> I thought 
uh, my introduction to it is I thought it was nice. That's all mm, I'm saying for now. That, that's a fair point to make. That's a very interesting mm. way of pronouncing naff, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Is that with an accent? <laughs> nah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, but nice isn't necessarily. Some people criticise the word nice for being too vague, and <laughs> it's not it's the word nice isn't as nice as people think. Mm. That Kimmy? is nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Do you want to just dive in with track number one? Yeah. yeah. Let's get into track number one. Uh, <laughs> title track. Skip on Hypersonic from missiles. Dutch kids have balloons in the parking lot. The gold notches illuminate the business park. I eat myself the death. Feed the cobra machine. Ah shit. There we go. <laughs> there we are. Right, yes. So track one. Hypersonic missiles. Mm-hmm. What a fucking banging tune. Yeah. I. I was um, I'm, I'm a bit upset that I enjoyed this album so much because <laughs> I wanted to have a, an album that one of us picked that wasn't like uh, the person who picked it absolutely loves it because mm. I thought this album's not out yet so maybe I won't enjoy all of it but I ended up enjoying all of it what <laughs> <laughs> what but yeah Never listened to Sam Fender uh, before. Never even knew who he was. Is he a recent artist to come out? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty new on the scene, to yeah. be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, he probably I, started gaining traction at the start of last year, was it? Nice. Yeah. They, they had a song on FIFA. I was just about to say, yeah. 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 But that <laughs> was with the FIFA. Play God. <laughs> play God's on yeah. FIFA. And that's oh, usually oh. like a symbol, or like a signal for like some bands that it's like. Yeah. <laughs> All my music knowledge comes from FIFA. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, well, but my that, FIFA knowledge comes from you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it, that FIFA came out a year ago. Uh-huh. But on this album's only just come out. That's why I was confused about earlier. Yeah, this the, the, he's basically done what I think a lot of. Artists a lot of bands seem to be doing it, doing it now, yeah. where it's like they'll release like like he's released about seven singles, then did an Fair. EP somewhere in 2018, then did a few more yeah. singles and then brought out the album. So about half of this album is already released. People already know released. Them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Mm. which is a bit mm. of a shame. Like Cassia did that and Night stuff. Cafe did. Night Cafe yeah. didn't. Do they, it they, they, they well they did, did, but then they also they did put, an 18 track album. Though, yeah, so they, they made got sure away to with like, it a bit more. I mm. love stuff. Fuck like me. I, yeah, <laughs> that's that's for good. a debut as well. Yeah, that's yeah. Not yeah. strong. Yeah, it's <laughs> quite quite indulgent. I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I liked that they did it getting off track from Sand Fender immediately, yeah. but I, I liked that they did it because it does it has that thing that a lot of people are doing now where you do have a lot of already released music on it, but you've still got mm. like half of those tracks mm. uh, uh, brand new songs that I haven't heard before maybe mm. that's the way forward I, like I big think albums I think, with, I think it's yeah. going that way yeah, yeah. Um, more streaming sense. rights isn't it yeah. <laughs> I think it keeps everyone happy as well like new people yeah. who, who maybe haven't heard anything before this album come out would get the best of all the previous like three years work yeah. into the, mm. you know getting the album ready yeah, and people who've been listening for three years get uh, a new album. So mm. it's the best I, way I do, do like that, but then I also love it when, like, people used to drop like one single, yeah, and then you just hear the whole album yeah. for the first time all in one, and I used to like that. Mm-hmm. Whole, yeah, so I, it, I enjoy that because I I try to now when a band announces <laughs> an album, I'm like, right, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna listen to like one of the singles off, yeah, it, and then. Yeah. Wait until and that's hard to out. do. It's hard to it restrain yourself. To do. Yeah, uh, I'm 
the Foles have released a new track today. Yeah. And I'm not listening to that until yeah. the album comes I'm out. Not really When's either. it come out? Uh, Mid October. Yeah. Ooh, bit good, of a wait. Good, good few weeks, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But they've already released two tracks off it. And then. I don't think it's going to be a very long album either. No, I'd be it's surprised. It's tracks. Oh, it's, is it? it's part two of. Mm. Uh, like to, uh, the album they released earlier this year oh, okay. so mm. but yeah um, mm, so we've just not <laughs> completely. talked about this song at all <laughs> uh, yeah. so yeah this is the the title track and probably his biggest one um I think this along with y- Play God yeah yeah and so, well uh, yeah. I guess anyway yeah I'd say so you know what I mean I don't know if Play God would be bigger than this, but you probably know it more because of FIFA. I think it's... <laughs> That's not yeah. what it's I know it because I play FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, it's the biggest one. Um, yeah, I... I've, no, I've I think, that elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah. just spat everywhere as well. Sorry. I think Play God is used on a lot of things, like a lot mm. of adverts and that. Yeah. But um, Hypersonic Missiles is probably the biggest one on, like in its own yeah. thing. I'd say so. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, but what, what are the general thoughts on this track? Then? I think it's just sort of got like all the sort of ingredients of what you would consider to be a really good pop song. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then it's it's got like really good instrumentation around it, which I think is <coughs> is what well what I like about it as much as anything else. Um, like I know we're going to touch on it loads throughout this <coughs> podcast, but the lyrics is actually talking about stuff that matters. Yeah. It just makes relevant. me sound yeah exactly yeah, it makes yeah. me sound 60 but he's not talking about how much money he has or how in love with someone he is or bitches I don't, is there even or bitches <laughs> or bitches there is, is there even like a love song on this album um, well according to Sam Fender this is a quote unquote love song whoops uh oh <laughs> really yep uh, where I find is, is call I, me lover the, the closest it gets well I guess this one kind of is like it's the bit where he's like, I'll give you everything I am, which is a fucking hell of a note that he hits on oh, that. Yeah. That's I, like, yeah, I've got fantastic. to say, uh, I, I, uh, I compare a lot of this album to early Killers tracks. Mm-hmm. I was one of my notes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and look, Hot Fuss is one of the best albums of the 2000s. I love that movie. In your opinion. No. <laughs> yes, in my opinion, and that, that goes without saying. I'm but... joking. But that it just uh, shows how unenthusiastic, unenthusiastic I'm about the killers. <laughs> Carry on. Whoa, what's wrong with the killers? <laughs> Wait, so the now kill we've you talked know. about yeah. the killers. We've talked about <laughs> Night Cafe. We've talked False. about Cassia Anfold. Hang on, now. This is my one chance in this podcast Go for on. it to not be Marik hates, for it to be Johnny hates the killers. Oh, this is my one chance. I'm going nice. to take it. What's wrong with the killers? I find him very boring. <gasps> have you? I didn't think you'd you really question. Oh, I love thoughts. the killers, man. Yes. How can you f- like that album's just banging? <laughs> not for me though. But did you listen to that album? But, but you're when you were young. I love pop. When you? <laughs> Fuck off. Sorry. You're Mister. I love pop though. Argument one. I can't see again. You, you like your whole thing is how much you love pop and like catching choruses and yes. And I'd say that the, the killers are like there's something pretty, they're they're as close to pop as indie can get as indie rock. Yes, can get. there's. I know this seems like we're going away from, but it actually come back because I feel this is something I was going to say about a lot of Sam Fender yeah. tracks. For some reason, for me, I feel like there's like. A lack of energy 
I don't know. Mm. It feels Inland like killers. it kind of. Yeah, I'm this. I, I, no, I, I get quite that similar. Us, to be fair. Like, I think generally it's quite like. It sounds worse than it, it, it tends to, to be, but like yeah. quite droney. Right. It yeah. just sort of goes along one, one kind of energy, not much dynamic change, mm. generally. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some tracks in this I'll point out that I think they are way more dynamic and I can get into them more. But yeah, that, basically that's, that's the killers. Um, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Obviously, uh, everything we discuss in this podcast is all opinions. It's nice to know, though, that John's is wrong. <laughs> uh, this John. is my chance to be like, nah, <laughs> after last week. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, I should probably apologize for last week, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I started listening to a few of the issues tracks, and I actually quite enjoy them. <laughs> wow. I started listening to them because I didn't listen to them before the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of no, it. I think um, the best way for me to listen to that issues album is in 10 second segments. <laughs> which is how <laughs> I edited it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, yeah, but no, I think uh, it is very Killers esque, and you can hear that in his voice as well. Is he has an incredible voice on him. Oh, yeah. Mm. Pipes. It really Pipes. impressed me throughout this. Uh, and he, like genuinely, the, the closest person I can compare him to is like Brendan Flowers with it because I can't, I can't think of anyone else who has that sort of tone to their voice in, in like this indie rock. Sort mm. of That's a fair style. point. Yeah. Like, it's really powerful, but yeah. it doesn't, come across as he's pushing anything or straight. I was good to say it's like, very effortless yeah, oh, it, it, yeah. I, I, try, I tried because like in, in the covers stuff for a little bit we were like oh maybe we should look at some Sam Fender and look at doing this song nah, <laughs> nah <laughs> really? it's really difficult to sing okay yeah that a lot. I find a lot of um, sometimes he's going really high and um, I don't realise how high he's going, and yeah. then I'm like, I try and sing along. Like, Whoa! Yeah, okay. yeah. that it's didn't seem really like he high was. stuff. Yeah, and he, he gets <clears throat> into more of that later on on the album, and it's mm-hmm. it's really impressive. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just think it's a great pop song. I think it's a really good way to open an album. Yeah, I appreciate how um, political he gets out of the gate. Yes. Mm. Yeah, like that, that. like the second or third line or something, is it, Mike? Where he's like, "Well, hypersonic missiles is a Russian weapon." Yeah, yeah. so like <laughs> from the get-go, we're talking about the Russians attacking America. You know what I mean? There's a bit about kids in Gaza, isn't there? Uh, that's the yeah, second verse. Kids, kids, kids in Gaza, Gaza are bombed, and I'm just out of it. it. Yeah. Whoa! Like the tensions of the world are rising higher. We're probably due another war with all this. Hang fire. on now, it's my oh, yeah. <laughs> my job to recite lyrics in a monotone voice. <laughs> yeah. Go on, on that note, I happen to have one. <laughs> Nicely highlighted. Cities lie like tumors all across the world. A cancer eating mankind hidden in our blind side. Oh man. <laughs> he Love he it. writes good stuff. It's ah. it like it is impressive, isn't it? Because he like when you sort of see he's one of them, he's a bit like Lewis Capaldi where I think he puts himself over really well on like social yeah. media and stuff, mm. which I think is coming more and more like necessary. <clears throat> but he seems John all the time. <laughs> we, talk, we talk about no, we like do, the, yeah. the importance yeah. of social media mm-hmm. and like artists it is, all the time. Yeah. It has to be done. It like, yeah. um, and he, he comes across as such so normal and well adjusted that like th- you would you might think if he was like really up himself and he was talking about all this stuff, he'd be like, mm-hmm. it's a little bit preachy. I don't know if he means it, but like he's because he is so normal. It like 
carries a bit more weight. Yeah. And I don't think he ever tries to like to address it up in like really flowery language. No. Like there's a few tracks where he just lays out like like societal issues. Is that a word? Societal yeah, yeah. issues. And uh, that was last week. Ah, oh, uh, do, do, do things I do. <laughs> <laughs> I fully agree with what you're saying, though. And the person I liken this to on the other end of the spectrum, someone who they could, if they wrote something like this, I would completely flat out ignore them. <laughs> From an of Arctic Monkeys. That's fair. It's Alex Turner. Yeah, I had, I had Dan Turner in my head for some reason. Alex Turner. <laughs> yeah. <It's> just, I, <laughs> yeah. He, to be fair, you may as well be him. Oh, oof. I no, no, that's, a, that's a compliment. <laughs> oh, no, because I'm currently yeah. ripping Alex oh, Turner. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> um, no, that's fair. But at the same time, I think Alex Turner would be scared to do anything as hard-hitting mm. as this. Yeah. Like, he's very much um, a, a wordsmith in the... In the Side boob of the moon. <laughs> is that an actual lyric? That is an, a lyric of it. But what? I think a lot of it's like just funny. Like he's Hang just. No, nah, yeah. how are you just gliding past this <laughs> lyric? Because like, if you listen to the song, oh it's just God. joking. That whole album yeah, is just enough. joking. Yeah, I think he didn't take any of the lyrics seriously at all. No, that entire weird. album, which um, is quite. It makes was that a lyric on the new album? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What is but, it? It's like. Um, Kiss me underneath the moon, side boob. Yeah, yeah. Come the line. A wordsmith, boys. A wordsmith. No, but he, he is, um, and he. <laughs> so you really stick into your guns? Now? I am because, like, no, if, I do if think you go and listen to Alex Turner's lyrics, he, he, a lot of it. I know that's a really stupid line, but I think he knows that's a stupid line. Yeah. Um, a lot of it's really funny and witty and, and some of it even comes across as like poetic but he would not go near any, go of, near any of, of this sort of stuff mm. where he could get ripped into it there's songs on this album uh, White Privilege I can see a lot of people getting really angry at oh man yeah. uh, but we'll get into that yeah, I can't wait to get to that mm-hmm. one but no Alex Turner is, is way too scared to do it and I really I'm a massive fan of Sam Fender for being willing to yeah. chuck so much out there on his uh-huh. on his daily day, day day things. Like, yeah. yeah, and like, I think a lot of this album, it's not all political, mm-hmm. but it comes across as like sort of a character study of Sam, and like mm. it, it's like just going through his head and yeah. seeing what he thinks. Whereas yeah. like a lot of other stuff is sort of stories and. Mm-hmm. and made up shit this really feels personal to him and it's how he fe- like views the world yeah I think that's refreshing because he's doing that in a very it is quite commercial format it maybe, is yeah which normally like you <laughs> saying earlier most pop stuff they just talk about yeah. cars and money I mean like if which, you, so this is a very what, what is this it's indie it pop is indie, it? it's indie, 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 pop? indie rock yeah. but like it's pop orientated isn't it very commercial but yeah dealing with Talking about stuff like that, which yeah. you don't see, and we'll get into. Yeah, I think he gets even like. I think it, the, 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 some of the songs uh, there's a, just like a massive juxtaposition between the lyrics and how it sounds. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that with more of the tracks, but yeah, it's really yeah. impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is vital. Aye. Um, well, should we move on? I do, oh, just before we Go do, on. yeah, I think there's a, a you know nothing but thieves. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think the vocalist yeah. vocals are very similar, especially mm-hmm. when they go high. That's fair, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's got a class voice. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. also, a saxophone solo. <laughs> yeah, <Danny laughs> boy. Uh, I, I am, 
a slut for a sex <laughs> 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 Oh, that was you sad. Look, <laughs> <laughs> you look fucked there. Yeah, <laughs> I was having a good time. I was, I was, I was picturing the sex seller. I was like, ah, Have you seen is. what his saxopho- saxophonist He's looks a like? fucking weird no. looking guy. Holy shit. <laughs> right, I'll have to see if I can find a picture. His name's like Johnny Blue Hat or something. What is it with weird band member names in this podcast? <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah, well, Jim's finding that. Uh, we'll... Uh, Move on to track two, is it? Yeah. The board is the board. Alright, that's track two, the borders. Mm-hmm. We gotta defend ours, boys. Brexit. <laughs> we'll, we'll get on to Brexit. <laughs> yes, Sam Brexit. Fender will. Uh, I think it's 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 very similar to hypersonic missiles without the chorus, um, mm. but I th- I think it's another just class pop song. Mm-hmm. Um, that high note is my main thing. I've got to say. Mm-hmm. The mm. there, that that note is so good. Smacks it, doesn't he? He does. He smacks it. <laughs> Lovely climbing melody. Does yeah. yeah it's All the way up, no, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> made the head movement as well. Uh, I think he sort of demonstrates more of a storytelling uh, writing style with this one, mm-hmm. and, and I enjoy that. This is I could see Alex Turner writing something like this. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. this is quote unquote safe as opposed to the last song. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't really have loads to say on it. I just think it's a really nice song. I, th- I think it's a bit punchier. Yeah. I think it's punchier, but I think it drags on too long. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, uh, think I did cut you up then. So no, no, that's pretty um, much all I was going to say. Yeah, I definitely got an 80s vibe. Yeah, me too. Mm. Um, also, uh, uh, this as well as others, it's quite. <laughs> Probably just because of the bells, it was like quite Christmassy. <laughs> right, I don't know okay. why I got like a, a wintery vibe from some of these songs. I just uh, it's from Nottingham, isn't he, or something like that, like that, that way. Newcastle. 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 Anyway, that, that's a cold place, right? <laughs> I was going to say, where is the where's the link here? Uh, yeah, yeah, Christmas, Newcastle's cold. Colder. Newcastle, cold. Uh, it's a cold time of year. This this is like an album that I will be putting on. In, in the the winter times, and yeah, times. you get me, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. man. Winter time is a, is a time for the Twilight Sad and the oh, Twilight yeah, Sad alone. This is an autumn album, so it's yeah. a good time for release. And yes. the Twilight Sad is the winter. There we time. go. <laughs> we will get onto the Twilight Sad. <laughs> we will. I am um, so excited for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I was crying. Yeah. Whose whose album's that gonna be? I, I think it could be any of us. Yeah, it might to have to fair. overrule whoever's picking an album. <laughs> oh, oh you're doing Twilight Sad. <laughs> cool. um, yeah. yeah, sorry. Go um, on. Yeah, it's, I, I, this as well as a couple of others for me, they come in and they say, "Oh, okay, nice." No, it doesn't and then doesn't change it at yeah. all. Like, yeah, which is like you said, it's more of a storytelling, mm-hmm. um, lyrically anyway. So I, I kind of get it, but. I sort of get bored after about 30 seconds. That's fair. I, I think um, a lot of the album doesn't do much else instrumentally. Like, mm. it, it has its thing, and it does that through yes. most of it. But I just love the lyrics and the melodies so much that they push it doesn't forward matter. for me. Mm-hmm. And I completely understand if that doesn't do the same thing for it, for other people. Um 
but I, I think just his singing, the guitar tones, and, and as I say, the lyrics and melodies mm. are so, all so nice that it really works for me. Yeah. Uh, I love the production line. Oh, it's the really fresh. It's just like, yeah. 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 I think, I, I think it could have cut out before the guitar solo for me. I feel like it could have just mm. ended like just with that like final verse maybe wrapping up the narrative of the storyline yeah you know the story that he's telling throughout the um song <sighs> but aside from that i like really really like the song mm-hmm. um it went straight on my playlist like after the first time i heard it because yeah. it's just it is it's got that 80s feel to it on it Should, yeah. this um, is his favorite track on the album as well yeah i mean it, i I, yeah. I can get that i think it's a fantastic one um yeah I, again I don't have loads to say um, the lyrics again they are like telling the story rather than yeah. just being like paper thin um, but yeah I, like I say I think it could have ended before the guitar solo or at least maybe just done like a little bit of a guitar controversially, solo controversially I think this one could be fine without the saxophone in it how dare you I liked it <laughs> I, know, I know but I feel that um It'd Wait, be, where is this? It'd be all right to have a break from the saxophone after hypersonic missiles, because these these songs already sound quite similar to me. It's at the end. It's like, mm. oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like if you take that out and then just have it end like yeah. fairly. Just I th- I just think it's one of them where it, that that ending bit. It's like it's like when that drum beat first comes in and like the the rest of like mm-hmm. the guitar strumming along with it and things like that. It's like it's really satisfying to sort of like nod your head to. But then by the time you get to the end of it, you got RSI and you just want it to end. <laughs> your neck yeah. hurts really bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I do, I think it's a fantastic song. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good place for it to be in the album as well. Yeah. Like considering it, it was a new one, like it hadn't been released before. This was no, this was the last single he released oh was it yeah oh shit okay I can yeah. see that I can yeah I'm not surprised it's not one that you'd <coughs> use to promote the no. album no I feel like but it must it, have had a it does work as a single hefty radio edit as well yeah I'd imagine so in I fact, hate when they do no that. I think he was priding himself on the fact that they managed to get a five minute plus song oh, as a it, single it's not five minutes yeah oh. It doesn't feel like five. It feels it's, long, but it doesn't feel like five. It, it's yeah, five and a half was, minutes long. To be fair, yeah, like you said, it felt long, but not that long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you made a fair point about uh, where it's placed on the album because, mm. like, you have hypersonic missiles, and you're like, this is politically charged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Track three, track four, we'll get to them. But white privilege, dead boys. Like, that's, that's a hefty. Yeah, you already know what's coming. For yeah. Them too, yeah. So, so to, <laughs> so to break that up in the middle and just yeah. put like maybe you didn't vibe the first song. Try this out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I have a highlighted lyric from this song uh, it's one of the last lyrics it's to close up the narrative oh man you pinned me to the wall and smashed a bottle your eyes the door to hell and all within it's fucking sick <laughs> that's one of my favourite lyrics on this album I think yeah um, I will say though with the exception of this song uh, I feel like you were saying like this don't really do much musically it's just kind of floats so for that for most of the album I found myself switching off mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to say it now before it becomes something that I could say for every other song yeah yeah is like Hypersonic Missiles White Privilege Dead Boys uh, and the story of the borders really like powerful lyricisms really interesting message 
um, really strong message in places mm. over very droney music mm. that doesn't really go anywhere. Is that like a way of getting a message across to an audience of people who are so used to just club bangers? That's a fair point. Yeah, good I point. think I don't. It was like I don't know if he's he trying didn't to intentionally do that. I feel like he could be, but it could. I, that's I think, my take on it. I think sometimes like artists might if they're really really proud of like a lyrical like even message or or, you know lyrical content of what they've they've written sometimes they can be like tempted to sort of put a track over it that doesn't get in the way of the Mm. the, the, and that could definitely be the case with some of these i know that's uh, definitely the case with the next one yeah yeah the next (laughs) one is like i'm gonna say some important shit don't get distracted by the guitars I think there's a few tracks on this album that do that exact thing. Yeah, and this, some of this sort of comes across. the The more popular ones, I think, could sort of be what you're talking about, Mario. Mm. Where it's trying to get through to that sort of crowd, and then once it's dragged them in, they've the singles have sort of touched on these political and, and important topics. Mm. Um. Like hypersonic missiles probably does it the most. Yeah, because uh, the other the other singles are like, play God does, but I don't think you really pay too much attention in that song. Mm. And uh, then what? What was Dead the other boys. big one? Will we talk? That's Will we not, talk? No, that's not that's like not a very big message to it or anything. No. So I think these singles sort of have these elements and they drag people in. Then once they listen to the album, there's those songs like White Privilege and, and a couple of later ones that are more stripped back and are just like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to sort some shit things. out. Yeah. I think we should jump into the next one. If yeah. I'm ready really to. Wanna... <laughs> yeah. Gotta talk about it. All right. Track three. White privilege says the white man on a podcast full of four white men. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big song. It's not big. Um, it, it's not big in terms of composition, sound, composition but yeah. it's just Fat big <laughs> with the words and yeah, with the words is, uh, and the talking <laughs> and the the words <laughs> and the singing and the I, guitar and the drums. <laughs> <laughs> no, like the contextually is massive. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Purely for the the lyricism and how straight to the point he is on this track, it's my favourite track of the album. Mm. Likewise, um, I completely didn't see that coming from him. Like no. the first time I listened through this, I was like, like I did, I, I was like, oh, you mentioned about you know political things on hypersonic missiles and Dead yeah. Boys, a really important song as well. But I was like, he he does that and he dresses it up in like great pop songs yeah which is like I it almost I'd be really interested to, to see if anyone's ever asked him like whether he thinks he has like a responsibility to mm-hmm. to sort of say these things because he has the backing of things like Radio 1 and you know he is kind of he's I suppose on, on trend at yeah, the moment well, for just, of a better phrase let's just say like now this is currently number one yeah. in the UK mm-hmm. an yeah, album with a song this album yeah with a song like White Privilege on it yeah. He's number one. I don't think you can really speak highly enough of him no. for, first of all, being brave enough to even try anything like that. Second of all, putting it out in a, like, just putting out 
just verses and verses of really strong lyricism with absolutely nothing for them to hide behind. Yeah. Talking mm-hmm. about all these really important political issues and saying stuff that, like, uh, you know, he is a white, straight male. So I'm, I'm assuming. So. I don't know if he is straight or not, but he is a, a white male. He, like, has the sort of, I suppose, what, what would that be? Self. Awareness. Awareness, that's the word, yeah. Yes. Self-awareness. As he says in this song, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm a white male, full of shame, my ancestry is evil, and their evil is still not gone. Yeah. I will say, yeah. you just stole my highlighted lyrics from me. That's, <laughs> the, that's the lyric I highlighted. It's hard to, must oh. be hard to pick one, though. Oh, mate, uh, I was going to say, save save reciting the entire song. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but since you've given me a, a spare shot, I'm going to gonna add to this. And uh, don't want to hear about Brexit, them old... Fucked up our exit. <laughs> My generation was duped. The youth were left out of the loop. My God, he's so good. And and <clears> I, <throat> I really enjoy that in this song. He's not going. He's not just gone. But everyone that voted Brexit's a prick. Mm, yeah. You know, like he he says, uh, they call the bigots dumb for buying into fear of the papers. Mm-hmm. Uh, smug liberal arrogance. Working class don't fuck with it. It's fucking. Also, as well, accept, accepts like l- lies on both sides of the fence. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. Brexit. Like he, he's pulling no punches on anyone. It's great. Yeah, it's, and it's track three. It's just, it's just, yeah, he just yeah. It's like the first two songs. Like, oh, I'll give you some cheeky pop songs here. And then yeah. track three, here we go. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> the world's trash, and yeah. he completely strips it back. Mm. So you've just got guitars and, and harmonies. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. the one of my first things I noticed was. I was thinking, oh, this is too wordy. I wasn't really paying attention to the lyrics directly. I was just paying attention to As the composition, song. really. Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, this is... But then I realised what he was saying. Mm. And uh, <laughs> it makes sense. And it's good that it's so basic musically. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. it gets the point across even more. Uh, line by line, it's just like, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> Come on, Sam. <laughs> well, Sam Fender himself, uh, this is a direct quote here. My white privilege has affected my success, definitely. White boy with a guitar, fucking great. Original, here comes another one. <laughs> I love it. That is it. Self-aware. And again, number one album. Track three is just ripping white privilege to shreds. It's mm-hmm. Down to earth. It's ballsy. Relatable. It's yeah. about ballsy. patriarchy. No wonder it's... Um, no wonder there's hype around yeah. this chap. I, yeah, I like... I think it's... When like Trump got elected, I'm not gonna go like <laughs> here we go. I say our boys. Hang on, sorry, I love get... your pronunciation. Of Trump, Trump. When Trump, when Trump, <laughs> right? right? When Trump got elected and 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 Boris Johnson fell over into the fucking <laughs> pre- like, into being the prime minister, and he's still falling over, and hopefully falls off a cliff. Um, I never thought it would take like a solo artist who is getting like regular play on radio one and as like this like angelic voice to put across a message into like mainstream like into the mainstream that's as important as the messages that he puts across like i literally think of him and idols um and even then maybe like fontaine's idols are great and they're doing really well for themselves Mm -hmm. but they're not they're they're a niche yeah like you know it's it's very much punk yeah, it Whereas is. Whereas Sam Fender's packaging a, mm-hmm. a pop rock album, mm-hmm. and like just up in 
all this political yeah shit and it's so good yeah I really enjoy it I feel mm-hmm. like uh, to be honest I feel like as as good as it is mm-hmm. I'm not taking away anything anything away from it mm-hmm. like who I know it's number one but I think people will like his songs just because they're catchy and not really pay attention to the lyrics mostly yeah so like do you know I don't think I think if this can make one person think about what they're oh, doing, yeah, 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 then yeah. it's worth it. And I can't think of anything else out at the moment that no. does it. Oh, you know, no. I'm I, not knocking it. In, in <clears throat> my personal opinion, this is currently one of the most important albums of the year. Yeah. Um, just because yeah. uh, I haven't put mine out yet. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That'd be the loss of the low. Oh, cheers, John. <laughs> hey. uh, no, I... I, what I'm saying is I, I hope people would take notice yeah. of tomorrow because yeah. they're so used to being having shit yeah, thrown out. I'd, I'd, mm. I'd really hope so. And yeah. I, I think it I think it has the most um what's the word I'm looking for? It has it has the best chance. Yeah, probably the best chance of doing that than mm. anything else out at the moment. Yeah. Idols. I, I just, if you could show idols to that's most the thing, it's like, to Radio One. They're great and they're angry and they have this political message, but mm. They don't make it easy for it. Yeah. Because it's just really aggressive. Yeah, they don't compromise on anything, do they? Um, I'd love to do an Idols album at some point. Um, Yeah, that's the thing, is I think he's he's almost like doing it by stealth. Yeah. Like he's put... Mm. And and again, like I say, I don't know if if this is sort of like he's set out to be like, oh, I want to spread this political message or if it's literally just that like it's what he thinks about, so it's what he writes about, Mm -hmm. like you said. But he's basically able to get this like really important messaging across because he can write such good pop songs, you know, that can basically mm. get played. And like the push he's getting off Radio One is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Like it? I was saying, like Radio One basically have enough time and energy and patience for one guitar-based <laughs> thing yeah. at any given time. Yeah. So like last year it was the Amazons, yeah. and they pushed them like hell like they just didn't stop it was just like the black magic oh yeah, yeah. So random they were topic. yeah they were just like mad into them like the yeah. the amazon i first got shown the amazons just dead quickly by a friend um and then like before i knew it i was just seeing them on like they did like big weekend they've done it both years since they got big they've done like festivals things like this they get their music played like during the day or did when that first album came out and now they've just been dropped. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd say, well, for like a, a podcast of four straight white males voicing their opinions, allow me to say the Amazons are s- crap. Like, what? <laughs> what? Nah. That first album uh-huh. is great. The first album's really good. Nah, I've really done fine. I don't get you why don't they. Like it. I love why the music. Well, I don't like his voice. Yeah. See, I, uh, his voice was one of the main I things really for me. Like his voice. I, like I think it's really be. powerful and it's it's really cool. And I think I think that the Amazons' whole thing is like. Just they're, they're, they're just they're, massive. They just play big, massive. Like, yeah, shit. they just have a big sound. Mm. Yeah, and but I, like I really enjoy all the riffs of yeah. the first album. The second mm-hmm. album's fine. Yeah, um, and that's why I think they got just yeah left um, out. And I hope Sam Fender's coming in and is getting this. Push. Sam Fender can continue on this path that he's on because yeah. we need as much of this shit as we, we can need. Get. I think. Do you think maybe we're turning a tide? Um, with people going, hang on, I don't, what, what the hell is Radio <laughs> One playing? And people, yeah. like, we need people like Sam Hanna. I thought said. you were going to get uh, more into. It. I I think Brexit. we're turning a, t- a tide of uh, 
what the fuck is happening in this country and i, and I the hope world that, as a whole and the world just as a general, whole to be fair and i hope not, that, not just play uh, <laughs> i think that um like who's currently um top position in the in the league premier Liverpool. Liverpool. Oh, okay, I was, was going to make, a, make a, a drag. Like, how do we let that happen? But I, uh, I'm a quote unquote <laughs> Liverpool supporter, so I'll allow it. Liverpool, top of the league. Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool, top of the league. Jim uh, supports Liverpool. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think we're just we're at a point where I hope I think more of this music is going to come out. Yes, and I think yeah. Sam Fender is just sort of quite an integral part to beginning mm-hmm. i think he's showing that it's doable yeah it does see, I, I see a lot and i'm into a lot of music that speaks the lyrics are very personal mm-hmm. it's very like i feel like this mm-hmm. blah, blah this has happened to me this may have happened to you whereas this is just like a especially the song it's just like a calling he's like speaking on behalf of so many people yeah, yeah. and putting it in a way yeah. that other people couldn't mm-hmm. i yeah it's something that i i really love and that's why I love this song. And it's we're currently on forty-five minutes. So yeah, we talk, we're I was on say, track three. Talked about this for, but I, I think it deserves it. Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> it uh, deserves us talking about it for so long. Let's, look, it deserves everybody talking about it. You say that as, as if we tell. didn't spend the first half hour of this podcast talking about a, a thumb, the killers, <laughs> Arctic monkeys, and Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I will just say as well one unless anyone else had any other points, had one last point about like this album or this song, Work Privilege and how mature it is. I don't know how old Sam Fender is. Is he like twenty two or something? He's twenty three. Oh come <laughs> and on. And he's able yeah, to yeah. Like, age. Put, like just he's able to come out with that kind of stuff and it's and, mad, isn't it? You know, John, you say I that, he just but stopped like... collecting dinosaurs like <laughs> 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 I was going to say you, you make that complaint but you're his age and you're writing Feed the Fire so you know ah. that's a banger well you know uh, Big Tune can, can I just read this lyric out because I forgot to mention it uh, and th- this is him being very self-aware in the patriarchy is oh, real yes. the proof is here in my song I'll sit here and mansplain every detail of all the things it does wrong mm-hmm. my man <laughs> it's just like mad I, I don't think to... you can praise it enough no but uh, we should probably move on to the next one because yeah. there's a lot of praise for that one as well yeah so uh dead boys track four so that's track four dead boys uh oh man one of the catchiest choruses on the album for me Mm. That's fair. Which, for the song's lyrical content... This is one of the ones that I think is really uh, juxtaposed in Mm. the the way it's wrote and and produced and then the lyricism in it. You are? The way it's written. Sorry. (laughs) I missed that. I don't know. The way it's wrote. Like an imbecile. You did a a wrong grammar, did you? Give a shit. (laughs) He talked bad. (laughs) From the north, eh, so, so. Like, much like Sam Fender. So uh, true. Is he? And he makes. Where's he from? Yeah, Newcastle. We said about four times. <laughs> Newcastle. From? Oh yeah. Uh, I thought it's cold up there. <laughs> like Christmas. Like, like Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I think of when I think of cold. Is Christmas in Newcastle? Um, yeah. So yeah, the chorus is really nice. Mm. I, yeah. I very much enjoy it's it. It's my favorite musically. That's I think. fair. I my. Favorite part of the song musically is that little descending 
uh, guitar line. I think that's so mm. nice. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, just very noticeable dynamics. Yeah. Um, even more so, I think, because the first three don't change much dynamically. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, but obviously, I I always speak more from a music point of view as opposed to Mark. You look more yeah. lyrics and stuff. But yeah, I'm just an idiot. You're just an idiot. <laughs> Don't read too much into what I no say. No musical talent. <laughs> no musical talent whatsoever. <laughs> I say that seriously. <laughs> um, to, I'll be honest. I was slightly disappointed when the electric the electric guitar came in and it picked up. I was happy when it was slower, uh, uh, not slower. It's, it was the same speed. Yeah, when it was just acoustic. Held back. Yeah, yeah. And even when the drums came in and just yeah. the acoustic, that was fine. I was like, cool, okay, give it a bit more drive. Complains is like, not oh. enough dynamics on the album. Gets <laughs> dynamics. Complains. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> oh no, you're actually right there. Yeah. But I felt like this song, even if it changed dynamically with the same instrumentation, I think mm. it would have been fine. It was mm. when the electric came in, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be more like the first two again. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, that's fair. Yeah. But especially the acoustic bit was one of my favorite bits. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's fair enough I'm happy whenever I hear guitars on this album because they're so well done <laughs> they sound so nice he has some of the best guitar turns I've heard in, in yeah. modern music there's uh, a song that we'll talk about later I heard it on I think I heard it on the radio first and it blew my head off because it yeah. just comes in with like this really just sick sounding guitar tone yeah I think that's um, why it blew your head off like guitar on the radio I know it's like <laughs> what <laughs> it's so rare yeah. um, I like the octave Vocals. It happens a lot in pop. Yes. He's, he's mm. more pop. Not, yeah. Um, he, I can't remember exactly when it is, but it's really nice. Yeah. It's like he he the, layers vocals mm. a lot over the album. Yes. And I, I, th- I think he does it really well. Yeah. He, I, I noted down, um, I don't think it's on this track, but like just throughout the album, uh, I think he really knows like how much to add to give it more of a presence. Mm. Um, but he, do, he knows not like when to stop doing that as well mm. like he doesn't overdo it yes he's um, what's the word you keep using last week when you don't overuse something tasteful tasteful yeah yeah you, yeah, you zoom I mean. yeah um, but I, I I guess we need to talk about the lyrics again yes mm-hmm. because this is dark a heavy piece um, it's very real it's really really good and I, I I like that it comes after White Privilege which is also a very heavy song mm. but it it's just as heavy but about a completely different subject matter mm. and he still does it really well mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be honest like this is one of the very few moments on this podcast where I'll talk about how I would write a song mm-hmm. and compare it because if I was to write a song about something like this I know for a fact especially in the title uh, I would try and like mask it with something flowery or poetic yeah. or pretentious and he's just no it's dead boys yeah. it's about dead boys and yeah. it's so just deadpan mm-hmm. it impresses me a mm-hmm. lot yeah it's something this listening to this album has sort of made me uh, I, I think I'm gonna be more like just straightforward mm. with lyrics from now on yeah because mm-hmm. this is just it is really blunt and to the point. Yeah. Mm. But it's done so well. Mm-hmm. I can't overstate this either, which is like I made the joke just now about who guitars on the radio. Mm. Number one album. Yeah. And it's like, 
there's a song on there about dead boys mm-hmm. and the suicide yeah. rate of males in the UK yeah. and white privilege and this the American-Russian like... tension. I can't overstate how impressive it is that that's a number one album. Yeah. Four tracks in as well, and yeah. they've already covered <laughs> yeah. all that. Like mm. most artists wouldn't be brave enough to do that over the course of like a career, a long career. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah genuinely, they'll do one protest song, pro- protest, protest right. <laughs> song, yeah. and then be like, "That's me done." And call yeah. it a day. Yeah, as, as as much as it wouldn't have fitted, you wouldn't have blamed him if he if he you know stuck a love song in there, like a really cheesy love song. Yeah, in like exactly. three. Yeah, but that's the best bit is you'd expect it. Yeah, and it hasn't exactly. come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- this one as well. Because I, I said earlier about this album kind of being very easy to switch off to. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of plays out in two halves, and it's from I think from the next song onwards. No, th- the next song is the last one. Sorry, of this first half of me that I really tune into. Yeah, uh, and then I do happen to find. In like, f- yeah, in fairness, away. I think I did. I was pretty similar with it when I mm. first listened to it, and I, I did note down um, that. Like when I first listened to the album, I wasn't as much into the second half of mm. it. Um, but I now I find listening to the second half, it's like a bit more of a pulled back, yeah, uh, like reflective nature. But I respect um, in the first half of the album, oh, yeah. he didn't even sprinkle all this together. He just put it all together and went, "This is your first half. Get through it, and then I'll give you the nice stuff." Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, really impressive it is yeah and I'll say this word quite a lot because I feel like it applies to him ballsy yeah Yeah. really ballsy Mm -hmm. ballsy more than holsey (laughs) thank you John (laughs) (laughs) no I I don't want to just like gush over this whole album too late but (laughs) it's happening I can't help it and Mm. uh, just much like the second half of the album I too will be pulling back (laughs) <laughs> so give me five minutes of gushing and then after that I'll be like meh yeah that's, yeah. that's fair but I, I don't think I don't know what we'll get on more to why you uh, don't enjoy the second half of it mm-hmm. as much um, but I don't think that at any point uh, his writing or his lyricism dips down in no. quality mm. I, I think he, he really upholds a yeah. consistent Standard, standard for the whole album. Yeah, mm. generally. Yeah. No, it, it. I. I understand that there's songs that um, you may not enjoy as much, but I think the effort that he puts into those songs is just as much mm. as he puts into these first few. Yeah, that's fair. Oh yeah, and I have a theory as to why that may be, but we'll get to that. Yeah, mm. later. Right. Um, Shall we pop on to "You're Not the Only One"? Yeah, let's. Oh, let's so I, I don't think. I don't think there's much more to talk about with Dead Boy. It's just banging tune so yeah track it speaks for itself really doesn't it it does yeah yeah track five uh, so track five you're not the only one mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it really nice melody in the chorus mm-hmm. really boring chorus Oh man, I find it just a very boring song. Yeah, I didn't have many notes about this one. I get that. Um, It's I I just enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I find it to be a a bit of a fun pop song. I think it is definitely Mm. more of an album track. Uh, I don't know if this was released as a single. Was it? 
I don't believe it was. Uh, I don't think so. Fair. Um, the album came out September 13th, release date for this song, so yeah. Yeah, cool. not okay. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think it's it's just a pleasant track to listen to. Uh, again, it's more of a storytelling song. Mm. It's not got any massive themes in it. Um, don't think so. Mm. But I just find it nice to listen to. And and his the I really like the melody in the chorus. Um, the way he sings it, for some reason I was going into this and before the chorus came in I was like uh, like repeating it in my head and I, I'd already noted I love the falsetto in the chorus there's no falsetto in the chorus <laughs> it's just so high that I thought it must be falsetto <laughs> in the chorus um, but he sings it so well yeah like we said earlier I think it's just effortless and it doesn't sound like yeah. he's straining or forcing oh, yeah. anything yeah I think this well on this one I think because we, we'd sort of pointed out that like I think there's higher notes there are on yeah. the album I think there's when he's like getting that proper high one in the middle of the chorus I don't know what the, what the words are he I think he doesn't strain like you say I don't think he strains ever but he puts on like a like a fry or something yeah, he, done he, on his he voice does, he, um, to give it a bit of like growl it's the it's not even the highest note in the chorus that he does it for it's no. the after you wide awake. It's, yeah. on, it's on the wide. He like yeah. emphasizes it with a, a bit more grit to his voice. Mm. And he, he definitely doesn't need to do that. No. Like you can hear in other songs that that's not something that he's pushing for. Yeah. But so it is literally just to to add, add something effect. to the mm. yeah to, like, it, to thicken it out a bit, I guess. Yeah, um, that's fair. And I like that because any other artist would do the the night is ours. They would go into falsetto yeah. for the for oh, ours, yeah. um, just because like a lot of people do it naturally, just because it's a bit too high, mm-hmm. and a lot of pop artists would do it because they really like flipping between chest and head voice for some reason. Mm. But I really respect that he can do it without falsetto, um, so he does because right. the song itself doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. Because there's other parts of the album where he does falsetto parts that are actually yeah. lower than that note, right? Okay. Um, so he 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 clearly knows how good he is at singing. Mm-hmm. Stupid Sam Fender with your talent <laughs> and your good looks, number one album. <laughs> he but a... he knows he can do it, so like he 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 uses that to his like as his strength. Yeah. yeah. So he did um a cover of. Barbie Girl and his Instagram story he the other did, day, yeah. and like <laughs> I was listening to that, being like, he's so ridiculously talented, and he was singing Barbie Girl, and I was like, wow, like she took him seriously, singing. you know, like it, she's going like she's doing this like like dead exaggerated um, falsetto, isn't she in the in the chorus? He was just singing it like yeah. that high. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Even though he's clearly took the piss, yeah, like he, he still, still was like. Round. Yeah, go on, I'll belt this one out properly. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's Barbie Girl, but I have a gift, god damn it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I think, think it is the the vocal that pushes this song forward for me. Yeah, mm. I um, I agreed with what you said. I think it goes on a bit. I think it could have. this one could have been trimmed down or just changed. Like The bit where there's a saxophone solo yeah, in this, saxophone that is like a highlight of the song to me because it, it like represents a change in the song. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one. Nice. 
That is a good thing. <laughs> uh, I I would have liked to see maybe another change so that it wasn't <laughs> the only one. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. To be yeah, fair. I think, I think. It, it could benefit from a trim. Mm-hmm. I think for a song um, that doesn't have as much to say lyrically as the mm-hmm. others, do the instrumentation composition ex- expected? Would going by previous see? songs thought it was going to be like yeah. that um, yeah um, again is yeah I have a voice and mm. whatever but it does nothing different from what most of the album does for me mm. like That's fair enough. and yeah but because I keep wondering like right okay drums drop out or something I find the drums very they just don't do anything yeah, like, yeah. I don't know how much of it he writes himself um, well I know he's got a drummer yeah um but, who writes some really like that sound is a really good drum track. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few good drum tracks, but I, yes. I would said the same oh, thing. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Like I know, like obviously, I think he knows that he's a drummer for a solo artist. So yeah. I think he's he not gonna like sort of get in the way of that too much. Even though they do seem yeah. as more of a band that yeah. just go under his name, like Bruce yeah. Springsteen. Not to bring up the Bruce Springsteen <laughs> comparison. <laughs> I think I I know you say now was he doesn't want to do like too much because it is Sam Fender's mm-hmm. album it is, he's a solo artist yeah but for the sake of the song yeah I, maybe you should I, but then again it depends what you're into uh-huh. yeah like, um, he also does that's not what you're looking for then that's fine does that drum beat again like two songs later I can't remember which one it is but the one where he like he's like playing on the on the on the bass and then he throws in like um do do like on the yeah. toms, he does that on summer else. I love yeah. drummers trying to explain that instrument. He's like, do you remember the bit that goes? <laughs> 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 I'm not like doing it like kung fu or something. <laughs> yeah, racial stereotyping. Not on our podcast. No, oh. no. What's race? What's what race was I pretending to be then by going hi ya? Surely that's you. Ah, mm. oh, fuck! I've been me too, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you just got. <clears throat> I just took that Uno card and... To be fair, that was an absolute Uno reversal. <laughs> Uno reversal. Um, I'm trying to remember what album it was. I think what song also, was. while you're looking, um, mm-hmm. again, musically, what's what, what, what I do and talk about, these similar chord progressions a lot. And I yeah. get it because he is a storyteller mm. more than what's going on in the song, I think. But yeah, I'd say this, it's probably Billy's favourite. Only because it's similar. Fair. Yeah, I... Um, I'd probably put it low down to be fair. And speaking of that, we should probably. Whoa. I was going to do that track six, but it's your looking. album. Well, you just do it at the end. You're like if, halfway if, through. If we do, yeah, if we do the first six, it's oh, 12 okay. songs. Yeah. If we do the first six, hmm. and then when All we right. get past Play God, is that what yeah. you were suggesting? I reckon then, because yeah. then we can just kind of get them all, all right, cool. chucked in yeah, there. Um, I will say, if I may. Go on. It fascinates me. I think this album especially is. Uh, highlighting and accentuating the difference between John and myself because mm. you're there saying oh, you know we're five tracks in it's not really done anything different I'm over here bouncing because like so track three track four very heavy on the lyricism very mm-hmm. blunt very in your face these are the facts this song just kicks in then with lyrics like 
You impersonate the seasons, your gold autumnal haze, but something dies inside you when winter rears its face. Just drops it from blunting in your face. Yeah, yeah. To just poetry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what he was thinking. Like, Absolutely okay, adore it's it. maybe similar musically, but it's an entirely different approach. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Possibly. And yeah. It, sh- it shows him just doing <clears throat> lyrical gymnastics up and down this album so far, just being like... I love that phrase. <laughs> not only can I sing really high notes in my bloody head voice and pull it off when I could go falsetto but I don't want to <laughs> I'm also happening to tell you why white people are wrong and also how you impersonate the seasons and we're five and tracks in I'm going to be really humble about it and I'm going to be really <laughs> humble about it you can't even be jealous of me because I just seem like a really nice guy <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to like, like become a nurse or something like, <laughs> what? wait, what? <laughs> How did you get from A to His, B? <laughs> he's just so good, like lyrically and everything. I'm just saying, like, so like, I'm gonna become a nurse. All the professions, <laughs> like the first on, being profession. a nurse is a great profession. Yeah, 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 save the NHS; it's a godsend. But I'm just yeah. like, I'm sure Sam Fender would agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. Sam Fender would <laughs> be would. very proud of you, Johnny, for becoming a nurse. I love you, Sam. But yeah, I think that's that's really fascinating that. Because you and I always say to each other, like, you listen to music for the music, and I listen to music for the lyrics. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's this, good balance on the podcast, to be fair. Yeah. Mm. And this album is <laughs> really pulling that out of us, I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> You're proud of that one. <laughs> Still giggling away. <laughs> Giggling yourself. All right. Uh, oh, this is a bop. A blob? You just said a blob. <laughs> a blob. I did. did, did blo- no, I did say blob. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> but I'm now going to refer to them as blobs. All right, this sorry. Such a track blob. six, play guard. Track six, play guard. This is one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big boy. Big boy. Mr. Boy. <laughs> Did you actually <laughs> say that? Go big boy. <laughs> I, I, I've already known you like, re, really like a month or two, but we're already saying the same thing. It's all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, good tune. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just builds and builds. It's got a load of tension in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. yeah. I think it shows, like, we talked about how young he is. Um, it shows how, like mature he is in terms of like how he handles a song because mm-hmm. like it would be so easy to like open the taps on this one maybe after like the first after like the second verse or something like that but he doesn't he sort of holds back he adds like he, he drops all the instruments out at one point he <coughs> builds it back like he builds yeah. it up for the first verse and chorus then drops everything out then builds it all the way back up again mm-hmm. and then goes into like the crescendo and then you think the crescendo is going to lead on to some like big like possibly overblown section at the end and then he just cuts it right back down comes back in with that riff and, and then just finishes yeah. the song like it's there's some on this album like you're not the only one on the borders where for me i feel like he he gets to a part of the song that he really likes and then he'll he'll properly let it run me for what some people might consider to be too long so i think yeah. on this one he does a really good job of like because it's a fantastic song and it's got a load of really good sections i think he does a good job of not letting it run away yeah. you know what I mean yeah, so, yeah I think it's really well done I think yeah um, this just for, for me it just absolutely works it's fantastic like the tension mm-hmm. throughout that one note being played I think helps it yeah mm. I, this does change that it grows dynamically yeah but then like you said it doesn't really take off and I love songs that are you don't really know where it's gonna go yeah or it's 
uncomfortable is maybe not the word it it's does, kind of a just a unpredictable weird kind of yeah it's not happy it's not sad what is it it's kind mm. of like a mystical kind of but it does yeah. that for feeling. three minutes and then it takes off for 10 seconds and yeah it, and it's great when that bit kicks yeah. in because mm. uh, because he keeps cut like dropping out in sections you keep thinking you're getting that bit yeah and then you do get that bit and it's really short-lived mm-hmm. but it's great while it's it there. is satisfying yes definitely and, it, and then it goes quieter again you're like Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Like, yeah, I, I may sound hypocritical unless I explain, but like, it doesn't change too much mm. um, dynamically, whereas, uh, like, a lot of the others. But I feel like, for example, the last song, for me, it fell flat energy wise of what I was trying to do for, for myself. Mm. Like, it was meant to be like a kind of drive in pop song going up. I, I lock some in. Right. Whereas this hit the nail for what it what it was aiming for. Yeah, yeah. what yeah. its purpose is. Yeah, that's fair. And it's just a great yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Great. I feel like I'm saying this a lot, but I want to preface this with for me this album like it's very meh because for me musically doesn't do much. I can't not gush over his lyricism again because <laughs> let me yet again. So and there's not loads in this one. There's not loads in yeah. this one, but it's the the style and like the way it's yeah. it's framed, right? So you've got again, Dead Boys, very blunt. You know, the only one, very poetic. The Borders, very narrative driven. This one is a concept narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Fender specifically describes it as set in an alternate dystopian reality that shares similarities with our own world. Um, it's. Uh, according to him, it revolves around the idea of an Orwellian overlord. I'm there, boys. <laughs> you you <laughs> give me George Orwell. Like, and this is again on a pop album, and you're going yeah. into something like because again, like pop has become very, or like you know, the mainstream stuff has become very cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as John said earlier, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we write music about you bitches. You know, like, it's very like very shallow, very hollow. And this guy's just dropping an album that gets me very happy and yeah. very excited like oh, we need more of it definitely. what he's doing lyrically is incredible yeah. again you're right this song doesn't have too much in it like line for line yeah but what is there is but what yeah and like the way it's framed i mean again uh so i guess if i had to pull one from this i would say it's all the same down in the capital all the suits and clattered feet sewer mm-hmm. rats will shower the underground in a race to make ends meet Incredible. It's not just a cut and dry love song, which mm-hmm. this album could have easily been. You know, he's a yeah. Yeah. an attractive guy with an acoustic guitar and a northern accent. Yeah. Like he could just whip out the love songs and I make money. I find it um, mm-hmm. really interesting that Sam Fender and Lewis Capaldi are like rising at the same rate mm-hmm. um, and the contrast between what they're trying to say. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I love Lewis Capaldi. I think it, the way he like, puts himself across is great. Mm. Um, it's really enjoyable to watch and I really like a lot of his songs but he is essentially doing just the the standard love ballad and, yeah. and heartbreak and all that sort of stuff the sad mm-hmm. boy stuff um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big Lewis quality fans in the audience tonight yeah, <laughs> I'm a big fan of him as a personality yeah. yeah, I think he's and hilarious. To be fair, his voice on how does that voice come out of that face? Oh, it's weird. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. that's my incredible. I know. Yeah, first time I heard him before I saw him, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Like, <laughs> this fellow must be sexy. <laughs> yeah, I watched yeah. that. Um, I, know, right? 
I watched the the first time I heard him was you released that that the big one that has someone you love. Yeah, someone you love. Two um, banger. <laughs> Another nice. baby. Uh, oh, oh, I hate yeah. that remix. I was like, edit that. <laughs> I didn't even know no, there was a oh, remix. Oh, there's a terrible remix that's essentially exactly that. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, the first time I heard that was the video with Peter Capaldi in it. Have you seen that one? No. Um, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I bet this guy's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do kind of get the sense that he's like this, like airbrushed to perfection. Yeah, and he's just some. Lad from Scotland, <laughs> yeah. just like sound. I, I sometimes I think he lays on a bit thick, but like the that we were talking about it, that video of him dancing yeah, to yeah. that Camille Cabello song is one of the funniest <laughs> things I've seen in ages. He's class. Yeah, but, um, he is yeah, good to be fair. Gets to get back to the the point. I, I I do find it really interesting that they're essentially at the same point mm-hmm. um, in their careers and and they're rising pretty much equally, mm-hmm. and just the massive contrast between them is is really interesting I think in a way it's I've never thought of it until you mentioned it in a way it's a good thing because you've got two similar artists yeah and it's not like too artificial I think um, you've you've got two singers who are writing their own songs mm -hmm. it's more organic than things you normally get I find it really interesting that so like he yeah he's writing love songs yes Sam Fenner's writing more serious Intricate stuff. It, it feels. I think it's, it's actually a good balance in a way. Yeah, it feels like they're sort of the opposite sides to it, but they're both like as I think. I think Sam Fender's a more important artist at this point in time. Mm. Um, but <laughs> Capaldi's for the mums, though, isn't he? Capaldi's for the mums. <laughs> Capaldi is uh, escapism. Yeah, and Sam Fender. Sam Fender is reality. yeah, yeah, very nice. I think that's... <laughs> we right from now on we put the podcast out and just a video of Charlotte's reactions. Yeah. <laughs> Not best pleased with that with the Capaldi slander. <laughs> um, wait, isn't this a Sam Fender podcast? <laughs> also, this was the song that was used for FIFA. Yes, yeah. that yes, I was. Yeah, it's a really serious. I no idea it was just to close that loop up. Well, this is yeah, the thing. No is like, it, it's another one that unless you read into it. Mm-hmm. Like, the and masses are just gonna yes. eat it yeah, that's what I was saying earlier yeah I don't think I well I didn't I didn't mm-hmm. pay any attention to this just mm. thought oh, this is quite a bop yeah. movie yeah yeah quite yeah. a blop <laughs> quite a blop alright so track 7 yeah what? no we're so. track 6 oh, yeah. now halfway mark ah yes okay it's rank it time. time ranking time. time okay and also time for Blandon's Bakeries <laughs> it is time for Blandon's Bakery this week we have uh some cheese twists. Oh, cheese yes. Twists. Twists. It's just a thing every week. Yeah. Not every week. Oh, it's, well, you were here last week. Did it happen last week? <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, it's <laughs> an occasionally reoccurring segment. Oh. Because <gasps> we knew you were going to be there. It's oh, a bit yeah. awkward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Cupcakes, you've yeah, cupcakes, scones. I had, I had a scone. I was here. You did have a scone. Uh, Do you know what? You said... You said uh, cupcakes, scones, and then you went scone, and then you went yeah, scones. Did Make I? your mind up. What are you saying? I just I, I influence you. That's fine, you know. No, because I say scone usually. Charlotte must have, it, tell you. I what. think like half the time I just whatever somebody says, I'm like yeah, fine. <laughs> You're a sheep. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. I don't care. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Um, 
<laughs> Who gives a scone? <laughs> Who gives a scone? That's the quote for the week. <laughs> no, okay, it's scones. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, so ranking and um, blank, Blandon's Bakery. Blanken's Bakery. Blanken's Bakery. <laughs> uh, I'll grab the, I'll grab the cheese twist now. And I'll eat them while we while we rank. Silence. Manchester United one, <laughs> Sheffield nil, <coughs> Chelsea two, Bournemouth <laughs> nil. Bournemouth nil. I would never have expected that like cultural <laughs> cultural touchstone to have resonated with Marek of all people. I know, I didn't expect you to do one. Partick Thistle three. Part of my like childhood is just that really bland yeah. voice just going. <laughs> Nottingham two. What? Like with the really bland. I don't know why that's a thing. I know. I, never I, thought I, about this. I had. I remember going to like uh, my uncle's for like family parties all the time, and they just have that shit on. Whoa! What a party! <laughs> I tell you that. Have you ever? There was um. Uh, I think it was like Morecambe and Wise or something who did. This is going way off topic. Who did a uh, a sketch about that, where he's basically reading out a load of really funny. Um, like football scorelines in that voice and uh, there's two teams in I think like a Scottish league one's called Four Far and one's called East Fife and so he goes <laughs> East Fife Four Four Far Five <laughs> I was like wow what a joke that is <laughs> oh good shit alright um, ranking are you doing the ranking is it yeah cool Hang on, I'm so underprepared, I got a cheese twist in my mouth. I'm on cheese twist. So leave me alone. I'm on cheese twist. <laughs> so leave me alone. It was a song for every food. It was a sloppy just happy last week. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was sloppy just happy. No, I'll tell you what that's off. That is also to do with this podcast. Sam Fender did a. I was on his Instagram story. He did a. Um, he was like promoting a playlist that he put together for. Um, uh, what they're called? Apple Music, I think, or something like that. And there's a song that uh, mine and Dan's friend Joe used to sing like constantly called Smoko. It was really annoying. El Smoko. <laughs> really annoying because he'd just constantly be going, I'm on Smoko. <laughs> so leave me alone. I'm on Smoko. But Sam Fender put that in his like playlist that he made for these, this giant corporation apple. He was like, yeah. Wait, you want to get to the chorus? <laughs> I'm on smart car. So leave me alone. I'm on smart car. So leave me alone. Well, Apple put that on. <laughs> Some friend of made Apple put that on a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, go on, so. Right. Let's get on to this ranking. Go on. So, are we including the like track 13 or not? Nah. It's not 12. No, that's a live one. Yeah, yeah, it's a live yeah, one. I, it, it, it's on the main album. That's my only thing. It's I was like, hoping we were going to because I had a lot to say about it. I didn't even listen to it because I assumed we wouldn't. But <laughs> something. My, I'd usually be like, nah. But it is. It's not on like a deluxe yeah. version. Mm. So, I think if we cover it, but we don't go into too much detail on it. Yeah, I right. uh, but I will rank it. Okay. So out of the six we currently have. This is, this is going to be tricky, this, because there's a lot of good songs in the start. Yeah. Um, so, Hypersonic Missiles. 
I'm gonna put it five. Whoa. Whoa. I was six. I wouldn't have said that. I'm gonna guess you, but if I don't know. Um, for now, because the other thing is, I've not had as long to listen to this album as yeah. as like we usually do. So uh, this probably change over time quite a lot. Uh, I think I put the borders at seven. Higher than I would have thought. That might change. Mm. For me, white privilege is currently number one. Nice. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, is Dead Boys at two? Yeah, I think it is, to be fair. Nice. Um, and then we have You're Not the Only One. I'll put that at uh, nine. Cool. Oh, I've fucked myself here a little bit. <laughs> um, I'll put Play God at five. Have I got five? Or five is hypersonic missiles. Chuck them down. Two, well, down one. So you want five to play guard? Yeah, and then hypersonic missiles and the borders below that. Cool. That's interesting. Yeah, but, that might change a lot. But currently, the first half of the album is pretty much ranked in the first half of the album. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's. Um, but I think that's just because we're currently listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so anyway, on to that sound. Right, so you going first. Yeah. Go on in. Am I not going to get to hear it, play it, oh, sing it with them? Right. Don't make me do a cappella, man. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, I wasn't ready. Every night I hear that sound. It's the greatest revelation. It's the only thing that keeps me grounded. That's the stinger. No, we ain't, no, no. The three of us ain't doing it. That's the stinger. That's all that is. I actually got lightheaded. <laughs> so uh, that sound is—it's a hell of a chorus on it, isn't it? Oh. What a banger! Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a great tune. <laughs> that was the closest I've ever got to it as well. Normally, I get up there, it's the, and then my voice goes. Why is the note? That's, I don't that is high. Yeah. I don't know if it's the highest one he sings, but it's got to be it's, fucking it's up there. Up there. He's not even trying. It's, it sounds <laughs> it's like it's just a regular note. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking stupid. I will say, that. there's a point later in the song before last where I've actually written shit, that's high. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's definitely a higher bit somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's very impressive, isn't it? It's so <laughs> impressive. Effortless. <laughs> it's just... Effortless. Yeah. I get Oasis vibes from this song. Yeah. That was maybe a, an odd thing to say. That can't be right, because I like this song. <laughs> oh, so sad. Hey, that's an interesting point. I 
saw Sam Fender. I think I might be the only person at this table who's seen him live. Is that correct? Yes. Woo! Uh, <laughs> and he played... He, he finished... He, he was at um, Fusion Festival. It's like a, like a one-dayer in, in Liverpool. And he finished his set with uh, What's the Story, Morning Glory by Oasis. Oh, yeah. And I was like... Huh, that's weird. <laughs> but yeah, you just talking about Oasis reminded me. He finished a set at a festival that like was purely designed for him to try and gain exposure <laughs> by playing. <laughs> I'm Johnny, trying to make Johnny is trying to silently open a bar of chocolate while to Jim talks. Sorry, mate. I tried to split the pieces up so we could all have some. Oh, no, I'll let you off. I'm, I'm the dad. Of, well, you've got a full galaxy there. You can cry mm. Anyway, so, sorry. Nice. I, I genuinely... I genuinely tried to do that quietly. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, he played an Oasis song, and you said Oasis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not really a fan of that, that he did that. It was weird, but, especially um, because I thought he hadn't done this song, that sound. <laughs> yeah. I, right. right, go on. Tell from your side. So, for since th- this gig that Jim went to, he's been like... It's really weird. He didn't do that sound. It's like one of his big singles. I messaged you on the day, I'm pretty sure, didn't I? Like, yeah. just after the set, I was like, done. He he played like a set that was like all of his singles that he's released, but he didn't do that sound. And he finished the set with What's the Story of Morning Glory and Oasis cover. Like, how weird is that? And you're yeah. like, yeah, that is weird. Cause it, especially because it's probably one of his most like rowdy, you know, up tempo songs you think it'd really work in like a festival setting to try and get people going and then we were on the car we were in the car traveling back up recently <laughs> and i was trying to find another sam fender song that i think he did during that set um i think it must have been one of his older releases or something that he hasn't put on this album um and i read out the set list and i was like yeah so he did um will we talk that sound hypersonic missiles the borders uh thingy and then he finished with what's the story morning glory and then dan was like but I thought you said he didn't do that sound. And I was like, no, yeah, he didn't do that sound. <laughs> and then he was like, but you just said that sound. I looked at it and I was like, and I just had like a flashback, like in that so Raven to me standing next to my mom <laughs> in the so fucking field in Liverpool going, every night. I- <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I was so taken aback by the Oasis cover that I got developed short-term memory loss. <laughs> I turned you into a fish. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> grew gills and started like <laughs> flopping on the floor like mum trip me in the river it was like quite often, quite often people there. misuse the word literally but I literally turned into a fish <laughs> and it's a miracle that I'm still breathing Oof. anyway so with that this weird segment out of the way <laughs> yeah fish confessions I, I would like so the first time oh, oh sorry no go on you talked about lyrics yeah okay well I'll quickly finish a couple of points then. yeah please because naturally the way it's gone is yeah. Marek talks last because no one cares. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and everyone switches off. Fuck off. <laughs> I felt, yeah, this was one of my favourite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's once or twice I've been like, this is probably my favourite. And yeah. this could be. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funky. There's more room in this. Mm-hmm. I find like a lot of the songs, there's like guitar in the background playing the same chord yeah. or the same kind of chords. It's just constantly full of mm. stuff trudging along. Yeah. Whereas this, it's funky, there's more room. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, dynamics. It's beefier, this one. It's probably one yeah. of the Yeah, you've said about the production a few times, but I think the production on this one is... Yes. Really yeah. uh, sometimes, uh, you know that face when beef arrives, it's like, oh. <laughs> 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 when um, I have a good steak on my plate. Fresh <laughs> beef and a beef hair. Sorry, veggies. 
Yeah, that was, I was going to say, really. I, I, when beef I, arrives. When beef that, arrives. I, I stopped talking so that you could say, when beef arrives. <laughs> it was still better Thank than anything you were saying. I was just going to say that the first time I heard this song, obviously, I wasn't quite tuned into the lyrics. And mm. the line, dying for some REM, I thought he just really liked Orange Crush. <laughs> but it turns out it's just in context of he, he couldn't sleep. Uh, yeah. I was just like, oh, wow, he likes R.E.M.? I like R.E.M. What a guy. Um, what you want. Yeah. Um, no, the, I didn't really have much to say about this one. The lyrics are, are nice, to be fair, but I don't think there's loads going on in them. No. Uh, I just really like literally the first line. Just the way it scans is really nice within mm. the song. Like mm-hmm. Serotonin's, sorry, Serotonin stole the moment. Mm. I just like that. It's mm. a good line. I, I had a, a lot of very grandstanding points about this song I think it's his best song I think I will be really impressed if he ever writes anything better than this because I gen- I genuinely think right this uh, this might be something that not many people would agree with I don't see why this song hasn't had the kind of maybe reception or the kind of like it hasn't hit the level of songs like I Bet That You're Good on the Dance Floor or like Not 19 Forever. To me, it is like that good. Mm-hmm. I I think if this was released in like 2005 or whatever, people would still be like listening to this song like <coughs> nowadays, 14, 15, 14 years later. Um, I, I would argue that there's not enough of a hook in the chorus for that to be the case. I think... I, think, I was going to say something like those lines. I think the chorus... The only issue that I would have with the chorus in terms of it not quite being catchy is just that I don't think anyone, if you were to play this in like a propaganda, <laughs> no one would be able to sing it. That's just the, be a load of people wailing. Like the reason dance floor and, and I guess. and all that got so big is because of right. you can sing it back. And even um, Not 19 Forever, uh-huh. it has everyone like lyrics sings that, that, you know. that riff. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I, just, I just think that this song is, is like... Deserving of, of that yeah. standard, okay. I think yeah, I'd yeah. say. I, you know, there's a hundred reason, reasons. Weasons. Dr. Wowie. I got a hundred weasons. Dr. Wowie and his hundred weasons. There's like there's so many reasons, rear re- re- reasons why a song <laughs> gets popular, sometimes undeservedly. Uh, but I just think that I just really like this song, is what I'm yeah. trying to say. No, that's, that's fair. I would wonder then if that's why, like, because it's hard to know because is, is he signed is he on a label yeah because this song was on his EP and then it was also right. on the album mm-hmm. obviously it wasn't even the title track of the EP so it's like why Why would you why would you slap that on the album mm. maybe it was either him or his label going like draw more attention to it chuck it on there yeah possibly it's I not mean, done what it could do yeah. I think it was the first one of his that I heard I think I heard it on the like it was getting radio play but then I think what happened was Radio 1 realised oh this lad's Got, you know he's going places uh, and then he released songs like Hypersonic Missiles and Will We Talk uh, maybe it was just that he sort of pushed that one to mm. the to the you know out of the limelight maybe a little too quickly but again I think it, it also doesn't help that guitar music isn't particularly fashionable at the moment um, yeah. so it's never going to have like it's never going to be able to just like catch fire like mm. something like Old Town Road or whatever did yeah. <laughs> as shameful as it is to say I that still, it's the new Old Town Road yeah I, I would like I it to be I still have not heard Old Town Road really it is a banger yeah. how, do you, how have you managed that it's everywhere 
I ironically like it. But yeah. I've never heard that song. Sheltered before. Life. Yeah. Charlotte pokes her head up. What the, the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I ironically like Old Town Road, but I adore this song. Is what I I'm trying to say. I have no need to listen to Old Town Road. No, you're 100 percent right. You have no need. To <laughs> I mean, to you don't hear the song, but the story behind it, where they were like, "Yo, this is not a country song. This is not going in the country charts." And then yeah. bloody Billy Ray Cyrus is like, "Well, actually, <laughs> let me up on this real quick. Make it a con- oh, incredible. Not only that, then." Right, he goes like to number one in the country charts. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, this is stereotyping American country chart listeners, but let's be fair, homophobic, racist. Yep, yeah. he's a black man. <laughs> and then after that song goes massive, goes. By the way, I'm gay. <laughs> incredible. Suck it, Alabama. <laughs> Fucking incredible. Yeah, that was yeah. a classic. Lil Nas X <laughs> killed it. Yeah. Anyway, Sam Fender. <laughs> <laughs> I think a point I could make at any point. Point, 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 point. Weasons. <laughs> I only said it twice. I reckon this is a funny set about tennis. Um, yeah, I agree with you, you Dan. Mm-hmm. As to, I thought I'd be like, Dan. I have to say your name. Like, Dan. No, no, I agree with you. Who do I agree with? Dr. Wowie. About how it's odd, and because I, I just realised how poppy this album is, mm-hmm. but not hooky. Yeah. Which doesn't happen very often. Mm. It's, yeah, like, it's poppy, but not hooky. Surely they come together. I think it has Clearly good not. choruses, this but they don't a, like sort of yes. repeat over and over again, like you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I can't. None of his vocal melodies or uh, any of his, yeah, any of the vocals have stuck in my head right now. Still stuck in my head is "Play God." Yeah, but obviously that's his writing style. But yeah, I just thought I'd say that because that that represents the whole thing. Yeah, I think he focuses on writing interesting melodies mm. that still sound poppy but aren't necessarily like instantly yeah standing out which but, is cool yeah um mm-hmm. does it work? a very confident way of songwriting to be like yeah. i don't need to rely on hooks yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Great. and doing well still doing a number so. one album <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah bloody hell. it is like it's weird it's still how number one album oh ev- yeah everything Every element of this says this should not ever be a number one album. No. Mm-hmm. And and yet here it is. Just gotta respect him for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you have to say he had a lot of good press that's helped and a lot of backing. Oh, God, yeah. Which obviously helps, but at the same time I feel like he would have like really good success in like the sounds really pretentious, but in like an indie in the indie scene or yeah. or in the scene where it's people who are going out and looking for music rather than people mm-hmm. who listen to the charts and have music presented to them and, oh, you like this music. Um, I think he would have had success either way, but the fact <clears throat> that Radio 1 have like got behind him fully yeah, is just... It's, it's not Because as you say, he could on. do really well for himself in the indie scene, mm-hmm. but it, it's really nice that he's managed to... Uh, that he's sort of gone, Transcendent, nah, I'm going to go and... Mm-hmm. and take my messages to the mainstream fly the flag a bit yeah yeah mm-hmm. hmm. Hi. Yeah. with that uh so on to track what are we on eight i think uh tracks track eight saturday Oh, 
fucking Liverpool. He does the same shite fucking tweet through his fucking Who's minging this? inbred beaver teeth. <laughs> Jack, mate. <laughs> and okay. that's Jim's opinions on Jack, mate. <laughs> and every time he's like... Jim hates on. Jack, mate. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm going to go out and say this. I don't care if you cut it. It's going on the... <laughs> It's going on record. Every time that unfunny prick is in Liverpool, he goes, oh, I've been in Liverpool for 10 minutes. Can't believe my tattoos haven't been stolen yet. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> you fucking dickhead. <laughs> Who is this? He's, He's some, some fucking nobody. Oh. He's so yeah, Saturday is a song about hating your landlord. Wow. Saturday is a song about hating that prick. <laughs> Saturday is... Yeah, can't I, I can't. That's the banner. I, I, I don't expect that you're James gonna, hates Jack May. Fair enough. You go. You go first. You take turns. Um, I, d- I don't really have loads to say on it. I just really like it. Like it's just a nice tune to have at this point in the album. Mm-hmm. Um, it changes the pace up a bit. Uh, the falsetto in the chorus is really nice. Mm-hmm. And that's yes. what like, I was saying earlier is he knows when to do that sort of stuff and it works right. in this chorus mm-hmm. uh, really nicely. Um, yeah. I think it it, it sort of... I th- this song to me feels like it's on there for like his image a bit because okay. it drives home that he's I from like, a working class background. Thing. That's a fair point. Yeah. yeah. I Yeah. But this is very like that about it. obviously relatable, and there's been loads of songs yeah. written about this sort of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. Without trying to like insinuate that he's pandering to an audience, like of all the lyrical content that's come before it so far, this is the most I think not down to earth, but mm-hmm. the most relatable. The most you can go, oh, yeah, I hate my landlord too. As yeah. That happens, yeah. yeah, you know, and this is to me, it's one of those sort of like after us. It's it's easy to to consider his audience. All the other songs of him just shouting in your face about like mm-hmm. the world's a shit cunt. These are the issues. To just drop it down for a second and go. By the way, I'm an actual person too. I'm like, yeah, work class lad. Landlords are crap. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. And where it's where it's placed in the album too. Like it's not too deep that like. So for most of this album, like I was switched on and then started like kind of drifting. They didn't off go into deep as much as some forty one. He didn't go in too deep, and he's not trying to keep <laughs> up above. <laughs> You know, like it's it's, per, it's placed in the album really nicely. He's done all the all the heavy stuff and then gone, right? Yeah. Here's a moment of me as a character, mm, mm. as a person, yeah, as one of one, one of, of you fellow folk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I this was like one of my favorites off the whole album, and I don't. Th- I think that says more about my life at the moment than it says about <laughs> the uh, <laughs> about like the song. Because to me, I I was like, oh, if Saturday doesn't come soon, I'm gonna lose my mind. It's like, oh, if you work a shite job, or if, well, not a shite job, but if you work a job that you like, <laughs> Jim's gonna be fired next week. <laughs> I'm not saying that my job is shite, but like occasionally, you know, when you're Back just days. doing like a nine to five, uh, you get to like the end of the week, and like, I feel like my brain is about to parachute out the back of my head. Yeah. Um, and so that became like, a, like a bit of an anthem almost for me this week because work has been very slow, um, and. Yeah, and also, I guess I can relate to the landlord part of it because whenever it rains, rainwater starts pissing through my wall and <laughs> dripping on my bed. So I've got that to contend with at wow. the moment as well. Um, I don't know. I just like it. I think I can. There's a bit where he drops out like all the other instruments and just has like a bit yeah, of piano playing chorus. and the chords and, yeah. and he's singing the chorus. I just think 
if we do manage to get tickets for his tour, which I pray to God that we do, I feel like that'll be a that'll be a great moment. Like yeah. just, I think it's just it's it's a song that doesn't need to be taken at any deeper than face value, and it's just a fun song. I think mm. anyone who's been in, and I'm sure he has been in that situation, can relate to mm. when you work a job that is just like it feels like it's never going to end, and you just want the weekend to come around. Yeah, so. lyrically, yes. I agree with everything all of you said. Hmm. Musically, yeah, I really dislike the song. <laughs> There's not a I lot going on. That's yeah. fair. I, especially the verses. Yeah, there's something about the chord progressions. I'm like, oh, you can do more than this. Hmm. Surely, yeah. I, I but does really, he need to? Yeah, I feel like it does in this. Hmm. I, I get what you're saying. I, I, I feel like it's really basic. Like, basic. Simple's good. Mm-hmm. Basic, they they appear similar words. Like, yeah, you think, but it's about oh, the intent like behind on, it. You, yeah, you clearly done better. Like again, personally, I'm just like, oh no, I know what's coming. Like you could do chuck something more in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the song musically that, at all. That's like fair. way more than the others. Some of the others, I'm like, I guess not. I'll listen to it. I actually like, didn't enjoy listening to this. Do you um, know what I mean? Yeah, it's the only yeah, one I actually I disliked. I get it definitely I I felt like that the first time I listened to it but on repeat listens I do thoroughly enjoy it now Mm. to be fair I think um, I really didn't like how he was phrasing the verses to start with yeah yeah. but I I think I I think that's because it's so differently done to most of the tracks on the album Mm -hmm. Um, and then once I started listening to it more it sort of just became a bit more familiar and I don't know it just worked a bit better than it than it had it was a grower first listen so yeah fair. I think I think it kind of it all sort of works towards the same message I suppose in that it's like the guitar and the the, the instrumentation of the verses and the way that he sings where he like sing a line and then like drone the last yeah syllable it, it's kind of given that vibe of like just boring and like monotonous which I guess maybe is sort of what he's trying to convey with yeah. in terms of it, it yeah, being t- about you know maybe being stuck in a job you don't like or, or having issues just like really mundane shit do you know what I mean I I completely get it like when you're listening to it it is like a bit of variety would not hurt mm. like on that song I suppose it's maybe that he's that's the kind of thing that he's trying to like this sort of idea I get, I, I get you like there, there are other songs that do what you said yeah. like it's nothing complicated mm-hmm. you want to use Monday it's sim- it's it's simple yeah mm-hmm. and it goes along trudges along mm-hmm. I think that that does work for these lyrics sure I just yeah I you just want the chords below par yeah. I think I don't know yeah. you want a bit more to be going on or something yeah. that's a bit more it makes you sit up and, and yeah. think about the song I think um, yeah. it may be that in points he tries to convey the message of the lyrics with the instrumentation uh, quite a lot, even if it's to the detriment of the track. Song, yeah. Um, and I, I don't, as I say, I really enjoy this one, but I can mm. get where you're coming from. With yeah, it. definitely. And I, I do think it's partly what you were saying, Jim, mm. with it sort of drones the the last note of each line, and mm-hmm. that is. The part of like the monotony of it but mm-hmm. yeah maybe that is what he's going for and 
maybe that just works for some people. Yeah, of course. Oh, that's it. Like again, this is coming from a p- person that looks at the yeah. music before the lyrics. Really. Right, so, exactly. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, anything? Anything else to say? Um, I will just yet again add how I'm impressed by it's adding another. Like I've said, I've said a million times about all the different <laughs> vibes and styles he's going through, and this is the most just down to earth, mundane. <laughs> yeah, doesn't do anything special with the lyrics. But in that regard, it stands apart. And mm-hmm. yeah. in context of the rest of the album, is varied and is impressive. That it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna write a song about living in a flat this, that I don't like. This was the yeah. point where I was like, this is a character study because mm. it, it really does feel at this point you've gone through so many different topics, mm-hmm. and at this point he's just like singing about his life. Mm. And it's it's really the first track to just sing about his life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just feels like he's just going through his head, and you see like everything that that he sees, and mm-hmm. it's just just interesting. Mm. And like, yeah, yeah. The, the fact that you picked up on how varied the lyrics are, I think that's great. Mm. Yeah. I th- normally you see on an album or at least an artist generally it's one style Yeah, it's yeah. not miles apart but it's varied more than most yeah. albums yeah. I hear definitely it's, it's impressive how cohesive it all is as well yeah. at the same time yeah. mm-hmm. it doesn't sound it like it's um, jumping all over the place mm. sure. uh, it does help that the, the songs oh. sound quite similar yes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but still even in it when you take it the lyrics themselves out of mm-hmm. the songs yeah. yeah yeah. you might get what I mean when I say this John because I don't think you two are familiar and this is a detriment to myself because I adore the band I'm going to reference the way that this song is written again about something so mundane and nothing special whatsoever mm-hmm. this is a better version of how Mike Deuce writes a lot of his songs I find uh, from Lower Than Atlantis if yeah. you are familiar because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. he writes a lot of songs about pretty mundane kind of stuff and doesn't reach the level of just effectiveness. Effectiveness, yeah, 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 that, yeah. that this song does. Mm. And Mike Deuce have been doing it for years. <laughs> like by uh, what? How many albums were they in? Four or five? Five, I think. Uh, this is a debut album, and is doing what Wars of Words does, but better. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think someone nearly fell through the ceiling there. <laughs> Mike Deuce gods did a bit. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, like, Mike Deuce uh, put on, this is a quick little anecdote, a couple of years ago, many years ago now, Mike Deuce put on um, Twitter like, oh, ask me questions, and me thinking I was being clever and smart, uh-uh. quoted uh, one of his songs at him and just went, if the world was to end, do you think you'd plummet or ascend? And then he told me to fuck off and blocked me. Oh my god! So no way! I don't think, it. yeah, no. So I don't think Mike Deuce liked me that much. Um, <laughs> but I'm still a massive Lone Atlantis fan. Uh, <laughs> he kind of, <laughs> yeah, man. Genuine. Yeah, no. He like, does oh, really seem like him? a bit of a wanker. Oh, I love him though, honestly. Um, are we? Am I ranking the rest of these at the end? Or am I we yeah, 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 yeah. All right, cool. Bye, bye. Oh, oh, uh, so we'll hop on over to track nine, is it? Fuck you, Mike Deuce. <laughs> hop on over, isn't it? I hate Mike Deuce. Ah, it's a question about Mike Deuce. Will we talk? <laughs> so that's track nine, Will We Talk? Yeah. What a song. I really, really like this song, actually. Mm-hmm. The opening drum beat is Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. There I said it. <laughs> and it's all... The the guitar is the Strokes... What's the song? Last Night. 
last night. <laughs> it's a combination. Oh, oh my good. Collaboration. Right, combination. <laughs> combination. Um, it's just a good pop tune. Yeah. Uh, I think this one should be th- the one that, like, because you said it about uh, that, sound. that sound. I think this one would, should be the one that's sung in all the clubs. Oh, a controller is on the floor. Oh, no. Um, I... I really like this song. Mm. Really liked it a lot when it first came out, and I think it's like it's it's a really good pop song. But I will say this one started getting a little bit old for me personally quicker than any of the other ones. Yeah, um, like Is this in terms a single? of yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah, like in terms of any of the ones that he'd already released. Um, this one was the first one where I was like, oh, like I would start maybe skipping through it because I was like, oh, I've heard it enough to to get everything out of it that i felt i was gonna get i still think it's a fantastic song it's like a really it's got that relatable you know story to it it's it just kind of it just is a nice song which i know we're talking about how nice is not a great word to use when you're describing stuff but it just is like it's just a really well put together pop song with a really catchy hook um like anyone can learn the lyrics dead quick and sing along to it I think it. I think it, it will go down as one of his best ones. Um, that's that's what I mean with it. Really, is mm. that I think this one is the one that if people are gonna remember anything, latch onto any of them, it would be this one. Fair enough. You know, I oh. think yeah, this one is like, like this song is kind of proof that he is like writing for and playing for like arenas or stadiums yeah uh, like he's gone straight he's like leapfrog i know he's done like club gigs and stuff while he was sort of building up a bit of steam but he's like leapfrogged that sort of middle stage of like having albums out and touring clubs and now he's just mm-hmm. like moving straight onto arenas yeah i think this one feels like it's one that he's wrote for people to sing along to yeah. at the gigs because uh, it's not it's crazily it's, high. <laughs> that's the thing is like it's probably yeah, the yeah. lowest in range of, mm-hmm. of all of the choruses. Yeah, uh, and it's definitely the catchiest one. Like it's the most easily rememberable. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, rememberable. Memorable works lyrically. You know, so yeah, I, I, I yeah, I d- like it's one of my favorites because one of the reasons being it's the huggiest. Yeah, which. What I absolutely love, obviously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's not just that. Like, um, whereas in other songs I've crit- like personally criticised how it the very basic instrumentation and chords, mm. it's the same in this. But I think it really works. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's it helps. It's it's a relatively short song, isn't it? It's two yeah. two minutes forty. To be fair, yeah, it doesn't drone on. Like, yeah. it, yes, it's using three chords or whatever, and you've got that root note just playing mm-hmm. constantly. Which in other songs I think hasn't worked well for me anyway. Mm. That's fair. Um, and it's drawn up this one. It just works. It, you get the same tone the whole song. Mm. It's just really nice, like you said. Yeah. Um, tiny bit more energy in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think everything just works perfectly. It's a really good pop song. Yeah. This, I yeah. think. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Not to uh, be it, totally contrarian, but I feel like you guys have made exactly my point I made earlier, which is it's. This is part of the album, like where I'm just kind of switching off. Mm. That's fair enough. Yeah, fair. Uh, lyrically, it's it's nothing new. It's, <clears throat> it's another song about a club night. Uh, Sienna, something I'm not. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's nothing I haven't heard already. Um, not done any particularly special with it, because again, like you said, same chords, same hmm. you know. 
So at this point, I was just sort of tuning out a little bit. I think this um, is, um, <coughs> as you say, it's another song about a, a, a club night. But um, the way he words it is really good. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, again, I'm, I, I've spent enough of this podcast talking about how much I love his lyricism. But it's still a story that I've heard a thousand times over with songs. And hmm. I'm like, eh. That's fair. But I do feel that he... Uh, Does paints, it paints a picture yeah. better than the most do, especially the Sienna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this is essentially what I'd have liked something I'm not to have been. Yeah, you know, like it. It. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> quite dying. Mm-hmm. Um, it does like detail really well. Yeah, uh, and it, it presents these situations that happen on most like club nights but it just does it in a much more interesting way that sets you there yeah. better than most stuff does and I'd, I'd argue that for me this is blasphemy oh dear. this is um, this is a better club night song than most of the songs on whatever people say I'm, that's what I'm not by Octa Monkeys which is an album the gold that Whoa. is yeah. That that is basically a, a concept album about being on a night yeah. out. <laughs> this is coming from like the biggest Alex Turner fan I've ever met by far as well. That's I think Sam Fender is a better lyricist than Alex Turner, and for me, that is massive. Side what? Boob no, of right? the moon? Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? What? Side boob of the moon. <laughs> I can't Just, agree with that. Mark, you I said way more, more than that line. Look, I think he's a more statement that I can't a hundred percent get behind. Get behind right now because mm. he's released one album. Right. Yeah. But if, especially if you compare this album to, to, to whatever people say I am. Yeah. I think this album's better lyrically. I will not dispute that. I think there's some stuff. It's different. To be fair, different style. I guess I don't, yeah, don't, don't argue this. Right? We're finally getting Dan to admit though. this. Dan is <laughs> yes, lowering so the rung of Arctic Monkeys. No, don't it, fight this. <laughs> the, the songs that are similar to Arctic Monkeys songs, because there are songs that lyrically are similar to Arctic Monkeys songs. Not there's not any that I would say sound like an Arctic song. Yeah. But lyrically, there are a few that I could see Arctic's putting out in a different form. Mm. Okay. Um, I think they work better than a lot of Arctic songs. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I think in Humbug and Suck It and See, there are probably there is probably better lyricism in them, mm. but in especially in the first album, I right. think this is better than pretty much anything. Not this specific song. Yeah, the album as a whole, fair enough, is better than most of the stuff on that album. Wow, yeah. that's a spicy take. Yeah, yeah, knock me down podcast. with a bloody feather right so, now. Mm. This could all change. I, I, yeah, I I've feel got, like we need to get you to listen to whatever people say I am at some point soon, and then just. I listen to that song like every uh, album, like every week. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Um, but yeah, th- this album has only been out two weeks. Sure. So and it's okay. already number one. Oh, no. It's already number one. It it, it could change, um, but as it stands at the moment, yeah. I think it's no. It's just a, it's just a like you say. <laughs> it's not anything I ever thought I'd hear you say. So it I, took I, me back. Yeah, I think part of it is also that it's just much more important. Yeah, than, yeah, Because I really love whatever people say. Um, mm-hmm. but it's not saying anything. No. Um, and this album does. Yeah. Okay, this. Can I say by the way, um, for this song, will we talk? 
I feel like it's one of the only ones where the song itself um, has had more. Uh, fuck's sake, I can't think of the word. <laughs> it's quarter to midnight. On the song here in itself. <laughs> <laughs> He's worked on the song itself as opposed to just focusing on the lyrics more. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because the whole thing, I think, works better. Yeah. I get that. As a song, which is probably why I was more drawn to it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. I will just actually, yeah, reiterate that's that. That's horrendous point, English, sorry. Uh, <laughs> what happened then? <laughs> oh, I was just saying, because, like, no, we never talk about when we actually, like, record these. It is currently qu- like 10 to midnight. So mm, if yeah, we start slowing down, uh, I offer no apologies. Yeah, that was a <laughs> yeah. very tired thing I just said. <laughs> <laughs> I said a tired. Right. I will say, well, is it? I will just say one dead quick point is probably worth mentioning on this song in particular is he has been, like, subjected to. Just relentless comparisons between him and Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of the only songs where that's even the slightest bit valid, just because yeah. it's got that little xylophone bit uh, <laughs> and like the single note, like r- the guitar riffs. Like he he makes no secret that he likes Bruce Springsteen a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was a he was on Annie Max show and she mentioned like Bruce, Bruce Springsteen and he just like had like an allergic reaction to it <laughs> I think he must be sick to death of people trying yeah. to say that he's the next Bruce Springsteen Bruce Springsteen's still alive and I don't think I'd be like someone trying to tell me I was the next I don't know the next Marek Ball I'd be like no I can't, I can't live up to that our housemate right uh, our housemate Kieran every time he gets drunk I, I, I love that I know I love this every time he gets drunk he tells me Marek you are three oh. commercially successful songs away from being this generation's Brendan Yuri. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. I'll no take pressure. that. No pressure. That is a oh class line. Uh, incredible. Brendan Yuri. Like, uh, <laughs> maybe we Way or something. Like, yeah. artists you listen to a bit more. Brendan Yuri. Brendan I think Yuri. it's just because you, uh, you look more like jacket. Brendan Yuri than, than yeah. Jared Way. Uh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on then <laughs> to track 10. Track 10. One unrelenting heartbeat, one unrequited belief, two fools in a one horse town, two people under bedsheets. All right, so that's track 10, two people. Mm-hmm. I really like this song. Before we get into the actual content of it, keep in mind this follows a song about like a one night stand in the yes. nightclub. Yes, that's true. Um, I think it's beautiful track. Yeah, it is. It, there's not obviously just to get the instrumentation out of the way. There's not a lot going on there. Um, but again, this is one where I think he's got something he wants to say in a song. Yes, it's just yeah. setting the stage to go go through yeah, definitely. that, like explore the theme that he's writing about. Um, I was just saying, like the lyricism is. It's it's about, you know, really, like, often over... Often, like, avoided lyrics mm-hmm. or topics, rather. Um, but he doesn't just put it out there really, like, starkly. I think you have to pay attention to the lyrics and think about what what he's getting at. Um, which then, when you do understand it, sort of makes the song, I think, a bit more rewarding. Yeah. Um, but it is really nice. I, I was just saying I would have liked maybe, like, just a little, like... Not a marching snare type thing, but just like a little mm, beat on a snare or something like that. Yeah, possibly. But again, I feel like that would take away from sort of the closeness of the song. So. Yeah. I uh, I will say, 
I have written about this topic with Sienna, mm-hmm. and I did it in a much worse way than this. <laughs> <laughs> what song was that? Uh, for someone else. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I wish it was done as well as this. <laughs> yeah. He- I will say, actually, uh, you make a point last song about um, some something I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'll grant you that one. But I think your song did a really good job of it. I think you're not giving yourself enough credit. Oh. Well, thank you. Mm. Yeah, I will say. <laughs> we here on the little yeah. slice supportive of each other. Except for John. <laughs> that sentence oh. did not come out very well. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I just, I really like how he deals with this topic. Mm-hmm. It is, as you say, like, unless you dive a bit deeper into it, you're probably not going to pick it up mm-hmm. straight away. Yeah. Um, I think it comes across more as a love song if you're like just yeah. scanning it. Yeah, yeah. I did think that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. personally, isn't it? Um, well, or is it? Not, I wasn't really. Yeah, you know. sure. Yeah, um, but it's, oh, it's so depressing once you get into yeah. it. And it, I got the one note I've written. I have other mental notes, but the one I wrote was Ed Sheeran first album. <laughs> like I can see what it sounds like, yeah, yeah, which yeah. isn't a bad thing. Yeah, um, I, I really, think you know, like eighteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It reminded me 100%. a lot of that. Like, yeah, I know you've used this word, Jim. You know, like it, the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is like inevitable that word on a music podcast. Yeah, thing. you can't not. I don't <laughs> the know, vibe. Just, what can you use instead of it? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a nice vibe. It's kind of like it's like a pretty guitar. Mm-hmm pretty guitar picking but there is something a bit sad about yeah. it as well um, yeah. it's kind of represents the lyric. I think I don't talk about lyrics often but I really like this because they, mm-hmm. they it's quite repetitive in like um, sheet bed sheets heartbeat belief yeah but it works mm-hmm. I, I yeah, don't really I know why um, it's just the way he does it I really like yeah rhythmically everything mm-hmm. the v- enjoy it the vibe <laughs> that I get from this song, right, is because it's it's quite a, a mellow, dour piece, obviously, but a very serious topic. And mm-hmm. uh, the repetition of the lyrics, I, I know it's not quite the narrative I think that he had in mind, but I picture this as he's obviously singing to the victim of of um, domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's got a very like lullaby y kind of mm-hmm. vibe, sort of like get some rest it's all okay you'll yeah. be fine kind of vibe yeah and I like that that's what comes across because because he's reusing the lyrics because it's such a dour piece mm-hmm. it is just a, a lullaby of sorts to break it up and I do get yeah. the, the love song kind of style out of it yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's it I, again it's like you you look at the type of topics that he's covered and it just like there's a f- he takes a few songs off to maybe throw in like something that's a bit more light hearted but mm-hmm. Like again, he shows that he's really not afraid of going into things like domestic abuse, you know, early unwanted child. What's it called? Childbirth or pr- parenthood? I guess. Um, think you know things like that to go along with male suicide rates. Yeah. Everything else <laughs> yeah. on a like, UK number one album. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's, it's phenomenal. It's mad. Yeah. We it's keep so on coming good. back yeah. to that point, but I think it's uh, it can't be. Can't it be, cannot yeah. be understated. It needs to be celebrated, and I I do <clears throat> wonder whether I think it's something that I think people overstated. who sorry is it overstated? Yeah. Uh, it can't be understated, but neither can it be overstated. It, it can just be midstated. That's what yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> mid-stated. That's what I meant. 
<laughs> nah, mid-stated. Because um, nah, it, it can't it can't be understated because we're not understating it, and it can't oh, be no, overstated. It can't be overstated. Not, it's, uh, yeah, it's overstated. But I, I, I always, yeah. I Scones and scones, my friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just wonder whether... Weasons. It's a hundred weasons, why? I wonder whether people are going to be focusing on that aspect of it as much as they're just going to be like, oh, it's really good pop music. Yeah. I hope that enough people will twig that that's the type of thing that he's about because I think he's way better when he goes when he's like touches on those issues I think he's done it quite well in um, Hypersonic Missiles being like the biggest one on the album Mm -hmm. and it has those Um, issues yeah because it touches on that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. but then other songs go in depth on it Yeah, but it means that you know sort of what you're getting into Mm -hmm. with the album and I think that hopefully it's, it's how I sort of looked at it is I hope that I'd encourage people to look into yeah. the album more yeah, yeah. lyrically because mm-hmm. you can definitely I'd, I'd say that's the song where you can hear what it's about straight yeah. away mm-hmm. even if you're not looking into it mm-hmm. too much yeah like he front loads the song with a load of yeah. like relevant lyrics I don't and know whether he did it him. intentionally or not yeah but that's then the thing. Be you interesting get into this sort of stuff and it's yeah, yeah. Be interesting yeah. to see how he sees himself, whether he thinks it's a message that he's got like a responsibility to put put across, or that he wants it to be in the mainstream, and he feels like he's uniquely placed to do that, or if yeah. it's just that that's the type of thing that he is concerned about, and that's what he wants to write his music about. Yeah. Either one is like admirable, but just be interesting. Yeah, of course. This is definitely, at, at least with the vibe, <laughs> uh, being on a train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tune like looking out the window. Yeah, perfect song for that category. Yeah. Even though it is incredibly visual about being on a bed. Yeah, yeah. So you could have it. The music video should be him on a bed. Starts, he's with he's with someone. It's really on a bed, funny. And you then say they that. go on the train, and then yeah. the last buzz, he's just on the train or a bed <laughs> on a train. So no, I'm. Uh, think I'm currently reading an interview with him from uh, Tone Deaf, where he says hypersonic missiles stemmed from a train ride back at home in Newcastle, England. There we wow. I was reading the like, paper on the metro. Genius. <laughs> so there you go. He was on a train, boys. No, yeah. He wrote the whole thing on the train. Well, it was inspired by a train ride, apparently. I wonder if he mean, does. He mean what the did he see on this song? train? He it, saw it just, poverty. He said. saw. White privilege. He saw <laughs> one like Brexit. Sound. He heard that sound. He saw Brexit. It was a hell of a train ride, boys. Train from from Brighton to Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. So the whole damn <laughs> thing. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know if there's much more to say about that track. Really, just a nice one. All right. So track eleven, call me lover. Track 11, Call Me Lover. Mm-hmm. Sam Fender does not like this song. Mm. I am very surprised because he could have pulled it because it's very recent. We did not just have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm not surprised that he doesn't like it because uh, I think it. this sort of does feel like he's put it on there to please somebody. Well, what it says is he wrote it when he was 19. Right. He's fallen out of love with it. He's 25 now. Mm-hmm. He's fallen out of love with it. Um, it's not what I thought it was 23 25 23. 25 why is it saying that? Uh, I just closed the tab that said he was 25 <laughs> oh. um, Wikipedia lied to me so yeah it says he's fallen out of love with it it's not what he's about but he thinks it's a good song nonetheless that's fair 
but he said it's just a song about being 19. It's loosely based on a lass who was married, got out of it, and started knocking around with a young guy, and yeah. that is it. Even he says there's nothing to it. That's fair. Um, I don't. I have here that there's not really anything going on lyrically that I care yeah. for. Um, but it may be my favorite chorus. Fair. I will say real quick. I appreciate his honesty. Just yeah. Being like yeah, you know what? It's kind of crap. There's nothing to it. But, <laughs> but it's decent. It. I I think uh, it's a good song, but as as he says, like it's there's nothing going on in it lyrically. Mm. So I understand why he's why he doesn't enjoy it because it does seem that he's very much focused on his lyrics now. Yeah, definitely. And that's what he's about. Uh, whereas this is much more just here's a decent tune for you to listen to. Mm. Um, but as I say, like I really like the chorus in this one. I don't know. I think it's just like nice and big, and it. Like you, you mentioned dynamics. I think this shifts m- yeah. more than most of them. Yes, that's fair. I, I think for me, it's this one sort of like I was saying while we were listening to it. It's just like it sounds like a rag and bone man song to me. Just that kind of like mm. like faux gospel, faux uh, like Imagine <laughs> Dragons light kind of instrumentation. Like one thing that really like winds me up about songs is if they do that kind of drum thing where it's like they have like a, a exactly what it does in this it's like a tambourine going and then yeah. like a big like bass like boom and then like a load of people clapping and all that kind of I don't know what it is I, I just you don't feel like, like it's been done yeah. loads over the past like 10 years in pop music I'd yeah. compare it more to um, like Hosier than Rag and Bone Man I mean I would and, say and I, I, I respect Hosier as an artist I think he's put yeah. some really good stuff yeah, um, I think it might be that people have seen what Hosier did and then tried to copy it. Yeah. Uh, add that to, like... Because pop will basically always draw from, like, the pop artists who are actual artists because mm-hmm. they're the ones who, who do well because of how, like, genuine and original they are and then everyone else is on a rush to, like... Yeah. Latch on to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, water yeah. it down, make it less good, but some are more successful. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't hate it. I just don't think there's... For me, there wasn't as much to it as other songs, yeah. you know, l- earlier on in the album and also at this sort of late stage of the album. And that drum beat is just like a proper bugbear of mine. But, <laughs> so, yeah. That was definitely the, one of those things I noticed. Mm. It's almost as if... Uh, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's almost as if this could have been on like a collaboration track with yeah. some mm. electronic artist. Mm. Fair. Um yeah, I think it's for me only a good thing that they've got that beat going because right, okay. they don't do it anywhere else. Yeah, I get what you mean where it could be like misplaced or whatever. Mm. Um, lots of layers on this. Yeah, which I think is really I, I cool. I got here. Like, I really like the bridge in this. <clears throat> the yeah, bridge does a, a lot. Um, yes, it all seems really dialed in. Yeah, I like that. About yeah, it. it's very thought through. This and. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a good contrast in most ways to the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So like, then that fascinates me. Because if he wrote this when he was 19, and he doesn't really care much for anymore, and the rest of the album's kind of what he's going for, that would tell me that you're not going to vibe anything else he puts out going forward. Give or take. Because yeah. this, mm. this is where it's like, yeah, there's dynamics here. Da, 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 da. I, he's now moved well away from yeah, that, by the way. I appreciate this more than I enjoy it. Mm. I wouldn't okay. say, I wouldn't like yeah. add this song to my... Yeah, be, but I like well, no, it's boring as hell. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be kind. 
<laughs> no, I, so you're not a fan, though. This was no, so track six, play God. Mm-hmm. Heard that one, and then pretty much tuned out until the end of the song, and it was only for the next song where I tuned back in. Mm. Fair enough. So yeah, I, I mm. didn't care much for this. Which droned on for me. And yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It, I may be coming across like I quite like it, and I'm not really. Well, I not dislike it. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. really do much. Sure. I just appreciate how it's different mm-hmm. um, in every way. This was the one I have written down. He has a stupidly high note. Yes, he does. And that yeah. is well impressive. <laughs> I couldn't is not it in the bridge? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. I can't remember what it goes like. Because I have here that the vocals in the bridge are really nice and really powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. big song, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like, um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was going to say unoriginal. Um Mm-hmm. Probably the most unoriginal, like you said, Jim. Yeah. I can repeat what you said. Mm. I don't think he, he does anything incredibly new on this album. Um, mm. He's just good at what he's done, but this yeah. is the most. Yeah, m- musically, I don't think it's anything new. I think he's pulled a lot from a lot of different places. Yeah. I think for pop music, it's it's like a breath of fresh air. But yeah. Yes. I yeah. Th- well, I think for modern pop, it is. But yeah. if this came out in the early 2000s. Or like even earlier, like yeah, I yeah, don't, I don't it's think sitting quite comfortably. Yeah, it, it wouldn't, mm. it wouldn't be as distinct. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more the message that he's putting across. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I guess that's why he doesn't really like this song as much. And and why, uh, like, as I like the chorus a lot, but I I don't really care for much around that. Yeah, mm. you know? yeah, fair. Um, but yeah, so uh, there's not really much more to say on this one, is there? No, mm, probably not. I will say. Unless you go through it and mute it, I've been hiccuping all night. <laughs> You're just going to hear the That's occasional. <laughs> <laughs> Might make people jump unless you mute it. <laughs> just I hear ASMR. People yeah. are really into Johnny's hiccups. <laughs> no. Alright, so we'll get on to uh, track 12. Right, track 12 leave fast it's a sad boy closer it you is. know I love my sad boy closers yep one of my favourites it's mm. good shit yeah <laughs> it's great it's interesting in every way yeah um, especially musically oh, surprise surprise me focusing on that <laughs> especially but, lyrically surprise oh. surprise me focusing on that <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um, oh yeah sorry you go first no it's just sorry I don't have loads to say on it, to be perfectly honest. Um, I, this one really shows off his his voice. Mm. Uh, the the chorus, I just it's it's a really small thing, but I like that he uh, does the because he does leave fast and stay forever, and then on the last one he does the leave fast and stay forever. Yeah, and it, it yeah. he like changes the chord there, and I really like that. Um, yeah, it's just all really nice and sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's what I like in a song. We nice really are sad. sad boys on this podcast. <laughs> I love it. It, I've just put um, very welcomed, unexpected chord changes throughout. Yeah, mm. and even when yes, it will do a verse again or chorus, mm. the chord will catch me every time. Like, mm. Oh, but it really. It's like it catches me out, but then it it is seamless as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think musically, this is an 
excellent song. Yeah. The chords are stunning, actually. I like the way it's played. Yeah. Um, and the melody goes with it. Yeah, I think it's a cracking song to mm-hmm. end as well. Like, yeah. I... Yeah, definitely by far one of my favourites. <laughs> like, the tremolo guitar comes in towards the end is cool as well. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. This song sounds Yeah, so really nice. nice. Yeah. Do you know, this may be not... Maybe out of the blue. I got slight Nirvana vibes from this, chord-wise. Because okay. they used a lot of chords yeah. which are not... They're not typically not sad, but it's like, okay, yeah, that's yeah. kind of a melancholic... I like... I always use that yeah. word. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of vibe. Yeah. V-I-B. Um, no, I get that, to be fair. Yeah. It, this... Um, weirdly, this song... The verses sound like a slowed-down version of... Do you know Cough Syrup by Young the Giant? No. Sounds like that. I'll mm. I'll try and find it. Um mm. but yeah, I just that was something weird that I just picked out of it. I was yeah. like, oh that's a strange little thing. Mm. I think this one for me, it's I like the sentiment of it, the sort of like thought of that like leave fast or stay forever, you know, like mm-hmm. you risk sort of getting stuck in the situation that you're in. Um unless you you know, do something to get yourself out of it. Um, I appreciate that sentiment. I th- think for me, this was another one that could have done with a l- just like another thing happening in it somewhere. Yeah. Like my favorite part of this song is the bit with that tremolo guitar at the end, because it just adds like another kind of layer. Like for me, the most satisfying thing musically, aside from a bloody good bit of drums. <laughs> is like melodies kind of like intertwining and and meeting and sort of like how they respond to each other for want of a better way of saying that um so whenever it is just something that is like just guitar and singing i appreciate it because he's got fantastic voice and he's normally singing good lyrics but for me i'd like something else to be in there like it could be anything it could be like a a lap steel for all i care do you know what i mean just something else kind of in there but it's not my album, so... <laughs> I, I feel that this song would probably... Um, I, I don't know if it does need anything else. Mm. I, I agree with th- you. I think that. if it had something else in it, it would take away from it. Yeah. Personally. There's a song... Oh, I can't remember the names, which one. Mm. Uh, the one where it started off acoustically and I was saying I was gutted to... It picked oh, up. yeah, that was... Was that... Oh, the electric guitar came in. Um, is it? Uh, is it the Borders? Dead Boys. Oh yeah, it was, was Dead it? Boys. Yeah. Right, yeah. I feel like I would have enjoyed them too the same, mm. but this one stayed in that vibe, mm-hmm. which yeah. again I've criticised other songs for, but I think there was enough going on chord wise sure. that I didn't feel it. Pissed. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel it needed to anything else. Fair enough. I can see why you thought it did. I think if it was if it was to stay. Uh, as just the two guitars and the vocals I'd be okay with that if they did it as like a pure acoustic track mm. but for me like that would be a nice change because I know I've said I think I've mentioned I really like the guitar tones throughout the whole song or album um, but if it was like just like maybe you know that kind of thing that people do I know Sienna did it on Waxworks where you'll have like an acoustic guitar a voice and then a microphone at the other end of the room yeah. It's kind of like room micing, just like a live acoustic performance. Maybe do something like that, possibly, and that you know you can have that uh, extra guitar line. 
I just think if it's going to be something that is that stripped back, considering you've already got two people, which is like a stripped back one that's just a guitar and him singing, maybe to just kind of differentiate on maybe have it be like a true acoustic thing. But that's just me being nitpicking. So I think, enough. you know, I don't, I don't mind it. I quite like it at all. I quite like it at all. I quite like <laughs> what it. What a sentence. <laughs> I don't mind it at all. And I quite like it. Um, but I'm just trying to be controversial for controversy's sake. Mm. <laughs> Quick note to you, Mark, before you, your opinions. Yeah. I think this is like so similar to a, you mentioned the earlier, lower than Atlantis ballad as well. I get I mentioned that. mentioned Nirvana, but mm. look, LTA more so. Yeah, I get that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, for a song that's about, like, his hometown and how, like... I said that really weird, or hometown. Yeah, <laughs> no, I really you always say it like that. that. <laughs> Do I always? I was going to mention the American twang That's you the first have. time I've ever heard me, like, I've heard myself... You've actually noticed it? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, sidewalk. Um, <laughs> you know, for a, a slow, uh, kind of somber, almost depressing song about a hometown... Mm-hmm. I really think the music matches the narrative and, and yeah. the vibe. <laughs> um, and it's funny to me because it's obviously it's very. Um, he mentions a place called the Nautilus, which is specifically a bar or a pub that he goes to and Beehive Road. So it's very specific to him. But at the same time, uh, looking at how I've as said before, he's got songs that wouldn't not necessarily connect with with the wider audience. Mm-hmm. I. This song to me, just all of the northern towns that have been abandoned by the Tories, all of the valleys towns that have been abandoned by the Tories, mm-hmm. all of the small, all these like small decaying towns. Yeah, the people from there can relate to this because it's yeah. like, yeah, that's that's the the Lee fast will stay forever. It's that small town mentality, mm-hmm. and no matter how specific he seems to have made this to his hometown, it's just so relatable. It's very yeah. applicable in it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Why I'm here? Yeah, not going on. And uh, good old Buckley. Something about that chorus. Like, there's not much in that chorus, but I guarantee you, you you get a couple of beers in me, and I will cry that chorus too. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. And that that falsetto note he has at yeah. the end of it, it's just see. And then that leads me to sort of talking about the next song slightly when I throw back to the Every Time I Die album I think it was mm-hmm. uh, where you said how could they end the album here and then have extras blah, 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 blah. right what a great way to end an album what is this what is this next thing we'll get to that yeah Fair we'll enough. get we'll get onto it but I will say <laughs> um, I really like the next track mm-hmm. but I do I wish he picked one yeah, you know, because he ends. It, they're both quite slow, right? Um, ballady tracks. Mm. I ju- I I feel like that could you could do with having one of them there. One or the other, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, we'll get I do on have to a, I do have a theory about why you put this the final track on. Yeah. All right. So uh, the last track, use. Oh, did not catch his reaction? <laughs> did you know that was live? Yes. Before. Oh, oh shit! But <laughs> I didn't know. it didn't change my reaction. I don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that was insane. Like yeah. hearing him live, you don't realize you can do, change anyone's voice in the studio. Mm. Flip it. He's, he's Bob on, isn't he? Fantastic. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't only like he was hitting the notes perfectly, but it was just like the passion in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you hung on to every word, and it was fantastic. And it, yeah. when it's just a vocalist and a piano, the most basic setup you can have, and it's as effective as that. There's like no way. That's one of my favourites. I got. I didn't hear it earlier. To yeah, be fair. Mm. I didn't know it was live. I, I saw the track listing. Oh, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw like, it was there, but I saw it was yeah, live. That's was the like, thing. It's like I wish he didn't put live yeah. on that because uh-huh. if I, I had not seen that it was a live track, uh-huh. I'd not know it was live until that last. Yeah, bit. yeah. Bloody hell! I'm but, actually like a bit. Yeah. Shocked by that. Me. Which, I mean, the first time that I heard it, we were sat on the sofa listening to it on on the vinyl, and so I hadn't gone through the track listing. And I didn't know, hmm. and then I like I was listening to it. I was like, "Fucking hell, he's sang in it!" And then <laughs> the audience starts cheering. I was just turn it on. Was that live? Like, <laughs> no, yeah, class. Oh, I'm still, I'm still like, it's, you know, when you get like a weird feeling in your stomach. Mm. Yeah. About music, sometimes yeah, it's just like, yeah. whoa, they've really had a. I I've had that a few times on this album. Yeah, that's I get honest, that. Like, mm-hmm. Bloody hell! Still, still, it's when he goes. Ooh, yeah, those the, the chorus and those bits, just stunning, absolutely. That stunning. like note that he hits when like the piano because it like holds back on it, and then when the yeah, piano like but, proper breaks so in at the end, our, yeah, vibrato coming in. Yeah, and he just like, like belts out this note. It's just like yeah, woof. It's really like uneasy, babe. which uh, it's amazing I could I was so infatuated with the delivery I didn't Didn't really yeah yeah Yeah, I could barely tell you anything I couldn't really sometimes didn't know what he was saying either but I don't really care for that I I gotta say like I've got the lyric sheet up and I'm not even gonna read anything because it's correct like that delivery doesn't matter you could be saying anything yeah yeah that's, that's, that's right yeah you could be doing exactly. the alphabet for well, I'm gonna the lyrics are really good <laughs> i mean to be fair I d- sorry just a quick side note i of most of the songs begin the lyrics up <laughs> yeah yeah for call my lover is it no, i had call, call me lover, call me lover. Yeah. i had someone to call my lover by janet jackson up <laughs> <laughs> that's weird you say that because for two people i had two people by tina turner up and yeah. i was like reading the lyrics yeah, I, I was like earlier how the fuck does he fit that into yeah, that i was looking them up earlier on and, and <laughs> fortunately i knew to search sam fender for all of these because there's a there's like three or four of them that yeah. like other artists yeah, come up that's for. Funny. what's this called again uh, uh use use i'm gonna look the lyrics now um, <clears throat> yeah I, just, I my theory is that he basically put that on because I can imagine it would be a legitimate concern that people might have thought they must be auto-tuning the shit out yeah. of him on this album so he's just yeah. basically gone stick that on there and then they know that I'm not messing around there is also a note in that song that is you can tell it's out of pitch yeah yeah they're like no, no, not oh, that, that, that was the only questionable part. That one, I think, is questionable, but I let him slide on that because I think it showed, like, it's because of the passion, I think, that he's trying to put in yeah. the performance, I guess, yeah. maybe. Okay. But it is a, it sticks out because it's the only thing that's not, like, bob on. Yeah, it, it yeah. almost comes across as piss takey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the, that one time. It might be, to be fair, but, like, yeah, yeah. it's a uh, very impressive song. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. I'm I guess that rounds off quite nicely to uh, finishing up your ranking. Mm-hmm. All right. Good luck. So, what have we currently got in? So, number one, white privilege. Mm-hmm. Number two, dead boys. Number five, play God. 
Number six, hypersonic missiles. Number seven, the borders. And number nine, you're not the only one. Okay, so that sound. I'm going to put at. Did I have anything at eight? No, you did not. I put that in at eight. I'm sorry. That is lower than I thought. Oy, oy. And the, I, I will say there's not a track on here that I don't like. Um, then Saturday. <sighs> oh my <laughs> God. This is really You'll wake difficult. me up in the morning when you finish with this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um, Spike and the Proto Men. <laughs> I'm not that I'm bad. <laughs> who, who is Spike? Who's this guy? Oh, yeah. Big Frizz Boots now, isn't it? Um, we'll put Saturday at. 10 because I, I I really like it but it's definitely there's the stronger songs definitely stronger songs on the album will we talk oh man um, let's put that at 7 and move everything else down <laughs> um, vibe <laughs> I'm getting a lot of indecisive vibes from I you. can't remember two people no. two people is probably the uh, on the no. bed sheets so that's not the worst one on the album for me that's called oh, the, yeah, the, the bed sheets one there yeah. uh, I'd probably put that four what were they shagged it's about <laughs> domestic it's, abuse yeah uh, oh my god Jonathan I got the wrong one you got the you well got the wrong one wait cut that out <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sorry, I generally didn't mean that to stay <laughs> Um Call Me Lover. <laughs> right, start again, silence. Uh, call Me Lover, I'll put at. at Come on, 13. 13, yeah. yeah. There it is, where it belongs. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. So what have I got? 12 and 3. 12, <laughs> that's all I'm working with. Okay. Um. I think everything's going to need to move down. <laughs> Mark is thrilled. Uh, now let's put Leave Fast in at seven and move everything from that down. I think about three of these songs have you put in at seven. I know. Right? <laughs> um, and then Use. I think Use going in at three just because of how much I've leaked. Uh, enjoyed that vocal yeah react yeah. to it if you'll allow me a moment to uh, recite this is gonna be a fucking death you're gonna disagree list. with everything yeah. on this now so from 13 up we've got call me lover yeah saturday mm-hmm. you're not the only one and number 10 the sound the border sound oh i put the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sound at number nine the borders eight will we talk leave fast Hypersonic Missiles. Number five, Play God. Two people. Want to give it that drum roll? Number three is Use. Number two is Dead Boys. And number one... Johnny, do you want to join in the drum roll? <laughs> Quick content. Just <laughs> <laughs> Number one is White Privilege. Yeah, okay. Fair I, play. I don't hate that list. Um, I tip my hat to Sam Fender on that one. Mm-hmm. That was a difficult yeah. list. Ah, that's a good <clears throat> album. Yeah, <laughs> that is a fantastic. We definitely, uh, 
agreed on a lot more things than last week's. I think that's uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, a safe thing to say. Yeah, I think um, I think although I, I'd, I'd probably say instrumentally it's pretty much the same as last week but flipped. Um, but this week I, I think just the, the message that he tries to put across and everything yes. and, and the way he goes about everything is really impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it, there will be some songs that I will add to my library. Yeah. Some I will probably never do again. That's fair enough. Um, mm-hmm. be, it, I will be intrigued to see what he does next. Yeah, uh, yeah, I I, I'm a big thing. Yeah. really interested in following his career from this point because uh, could go one way or the other, and I hope he goes the right way. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean, yeah. it's a very vague sentence. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what I mean. <laughs> He's listening to this. But yeah, um, I just hope we can get tickets now. <laughs> yeah, that is going to be a mission, that. Um, yeah. So that was Sam Fender's Hypersonic Missiles. Oh, yeah, excellent yeah. pick. All right, recommendations next, I guess. Recommendations, yeah. Let's do a quick whip round of these. Uh, someone else will have to go first, I, I forgot right. to think of I absolutely one. have one to start with. It's cool. a song, so if you'll allow me to talk about my band for a second, Hon Hon Hon. <laughs> my band, Scavengers, uh, are playing Soon Festival next month, which makes me beyond excited. Mm-hmm. I find out we're sharing the lineup uh, with a band called Easy Life. And mm. they've got a song uh, called Orange Juice and Pink Lemonade, and it is currently my favourite song. I'm a big fan, to be fair. Yeah, I showed you, because it's got that... Well, I can't think where they're from, but... I just know you like all music with northern accents. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're not pretty wrong. easy guy to please. Which is uh, why this week's pick is... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is Went a, down well. ...a band called Monks. Ooh! Ooh from Liverpool. Good show. Who, what, have you picked the album again? No. No, no we're doing the recommendations, John. Recommendation. Oh... It's late, mind. <laughs> to be fair, it is half midnight. <laughs> give you that. Yeah, ignore me. Um, so yeah, I, I, uh, Jim put me on to Monks um, about a year ago now, probably. Really? Yeah. Jim only put me on to Heroin. You know, he's got no. a few things that he, he, he knows folks. well, and he knows who to market them to. You know? <laughs> uh, so if you're going to go listen to a particular track, I started with uh, Dreamboat, because I think that was the only song they had out at the time. I think it's still my favourite one, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, but they've got four singles out at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say they don't have a bad one in there, to Yeah, be fair. Golf is a really good Golf's one. a great tune. I, there's one thing you should mention about them is that extra instrumentation they have in that maybe not a lot of other bands at the moment have. What's that? That trumpet. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, mate. <laughs> they, in every song, they make a, a point to put... They have, I think they Much must have like a Sam full Fender time. with his saxophone. Yeah, exactly, uh, like... I hope that that becomes more of a trend. Like, instrumentation yeah. like that should have a place. It's like um, Foles' first album has like a horn section on yes. a few songs. Yeah, it's got it on uh, the end of Cassius. And, yeah, and a few other. Yeah, tracks. and yeah, they do like they just do a really. It just sounds great. Like, because yeah. it's mixed in with Monk's music is quite psychedelical in it. Maybe yeah. you might say, and it's just like just out of nowhere, you just get this trumpet bit coming. And it's just like really. A breath of fresh air. Yeah, I just totally stuff. piggybacked on your. Opinion. No, it's fine. Like, um, yeah, you probably know more about monks than I do. To be fair, I need to. I need to like have a proper good listen to them two new singles. It's like everybody. Good, why does fair. everyone look the same? And yeah, why does everyone look the same? Yeah. Uh, what's have you listened to? Sundried properly. Yeah, Sundried's yeah. a good tune. That's a good tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So that's mine. Good shout. Um, 
so a bigger band than I imagine you'd normally kind of pick. This album came out in June. Um, band called I Prevail, which we've all okay. heard of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just recommend it as a listen. If you, it like, it's very, it's generic in ways. Yeah, they're a metalcore band uh, at the core. Mm-hmm. Um, they only have about four or five songs. What, why are you grinning? Metalcore at the core. <laughs> oh right, I didn't <laughs> even that. do that on purpose. Um, Just a lyricist at heart. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> um, there's only about four or five songs on the 13-track album, which are typically metalcore. Mm-hmm. Right. They branch into very heavy on a couple. They branch into rap <laughs> on some. Bit of dubstep. It's for it's not entirely original, but for a kind of scene album for a yeah. pop punk metalcore album supposedly it does break it does a lot mm-hmm. for one album branches out some would say it's too far this is very uh, very BBC of me <laughs> <laughs> some would say it's too far um, some would say it's a good mix I don't love all the songs I love about half the songs Yeah, the others I really don't care for is it Hurricane that I like Hurricane is a massive oh, song yeah, a yeah. Um, every time you leave it's a um, a slower one featuring Delaney Jane. I don't know what band she's from. Right. Mm-hmm. Lovely song. A couple of others as well. Yeah. That's fair. I, c- I can't say I've ever been a big fan of I Prevail. Not but, your cup um, of tea. Yeah. I'll give it a spin. Yeah. I'd be intrigued. I, I think you you like ish bits. Yeah. You'd completely dismiss the rest. But yeah. <laughs> you, might, you might like some. Yeah. There's, honestly, two of their songs are really heavy. Mm-hmm. Especially compared to the rest. I think yeah. you might like Jim. Okay. Might try and give them a go then definitely yeah um, cool. my recommendation is just the one song because uh, I don't know anything else that this fella does um, basically there's right Mike you're on Twitter so I think you're most likely to have seen this fella have you seen that video of the the black Afri- the, the black American guy who's like a ha ha he like his videos are really laughing. <laughs> yes, I have seen that yeah. video. And there's like the you. one where he's like, ah ha ha, and then he like looks away really shadily. Yep. That guy, I follow on Instagram, his name's Spice Adams. He used to be in the NFL, and now he just like makes me. This story's getting that. weird by yeah. the second. And he has Twitter, this- Instagram, NFL, aha. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. yeah, you're with it so far. And he has this character called Old Head, which I think is meant to be like like the our version of everyone's like embarrassing uncle who gets way too drunk at like uh, like family gatherings he calls it an old head and there's a video literally just like every time he's doing a video about how an old head dances or how an old head gets out of the car or an old head does this or an old head does that he plays this song that i like i was like laughing at the uh the you know video that he was doing and then i heard the, like the hip-hop beat that he's putting underneath it and i was like oh wow this is amazing and it goes like this Literally just this, and then some drum and bass comes in. Does that for two minutes, and it's great. So sounds like something that would be on uh, "Drunk" by Thundercat. Yes, yeah, it does definitely. Jesus, so that song is called <laughs> SLD (Parentheses Quiet Storm Hour), and that's by E Jones. So what a weird story to a recommendation. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I appreciate it. And follow Spice Adams on Instagram because he's well funny. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the recommendations done for this week. Then, so well. we'll get on to 
My time. Mark's pick for next week. Yeah, boy. Very little. Have you guessed? Because I, I know John. You have you guessed yes. what the album is? I yeah. can't remember it's called, but I. But I, you know the band. You show me the album. Yeah, yes. boy. Yes. Right. So, quick bit of backstory as to why I chose this album. First mm-hmm. off, obviously, my last pick was Every Time I Die. Mm-hmm. I showed you one aspect of what I'm into—the heavy, heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Gone completely other end of the spectrum. We're onto the pop rock kind of stuff with this one. Um, I'm not sure that's the other end of the spectrum. It's the other end of my spectrum. Okay. <laughs> like my personal listing, listing spectrum. Um, if you want to get a bit more left field, we go into Carly Rae Jepsen territory. But we'll steer yeah. clear for now. That's for another day. But Carly Rae Jepsen, obviously we all know, has a song called um, Call Me Maybe. Right. The frontman of this band. No, it's not. Okay. The frontman of the band that I, whose album I've chosen actually wrote and produced that song. Wow. So that gives you some insight. I have chosen Marianas Trench's 2019 album, Phantoms. I have heard, I think I've seen you tweet about Marianas Trench. I've never listened to anything by them. They are one of my favorite bands okay. of all time. And Josh Ramsey, the frontman of this band, is one of my top three songwriters and performers and wow. general career aspirations. Cool. People, here is a snippet of the album right now. To a place where don't make sense together anymore And if you're saying this is the end Honey, I knew, I knew, I knew you went yeah, that's your clip. Uh, okay. okay, I just wasn't. I, I made a strange face then, but I just wasn't expecting it. To yeah, me neither. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I it was going to be heavier. Because considering this is following my every time I die. Yeah, yeah that's, that's quite cool. the other direction. Oh, <laughs> other end of my spectrum. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. fair enough. Well, right, it is well. currently quarter to one in the morning. Yeah. Oh, thank you all for listening. Yeah, cheers for listening. Go uh, follow us on all the socials. And go buy Sam Fender's album so he can be yeah. at number one for another week. <laughs> Yeah. He, he has earned it, I dare say. Because yes. Liam Gallagher's trying to take it off him. And is Liam Gallagher releasing a new album? Yeah, he's got he's, it's, he's it's out. It? It's it? called like Why Me, Why Not or something. Yeah, yeah. He put, I, His last album was fine. Yeah, that was not. okay, but you should have left it there. Yeah. I do have <laughs> a, one closing thought. How far into the podcast are we recording was? Uh, almost at 2 hours 40. Nice. Oh, so for 2 hours 40, I've been uh, holding it in. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Uh, see you all next week. That's fair enough. <laughs> Vibe. Can't think of a better way to end. Uh, Toilet yeah. vibe. Follow vibe. us on socials. The little slice pod yes. on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Little slice pod on Twitter. The uh, <laughs> little slice pod at gmail.com for any emails that you want to send our way for album recommendations or the like. Yeah. Or hate mail. Hate mail. Yes. <laughs> no. Send us Plus. pictures of dogs. <laughs> yes, Caesar, I Caesar. agree. Caesar. I agree. All right. Goodbye. Are we going to do our uh, harmony again? (laughs) (laughs) Slice. Slice.